Oh, it's not playing. Oh. The track has been muted. There it is. Welcome to the show. This is my show. Thanks for tuning in. Here it comes again. <laughs> hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> Today I have Stephen Mashburn on the podcast. That's me. What is your age and what do you currently do for a living? Um, I'm 32 years old. Uh, currently, um, my main form of income is I work for GE Transportation. I, um, I used to like inspect parts for wheels that go on three-story tall mining trucks, but now I actually build the computers that run them. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I also do like graphic design and stuff like that. For the company? No, or no, no, no. For just like a side. Just the side. Yeah. For local bands and local venues. No, and I, I also do bands outside. out of the state and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. And I can also do brochures and menus and all sorts of... Do you get many of those no. gigs? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we need to get you to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need yeah, to get GOTD you Designs. Yeah. Get you out there. Yeah, www.facebook.com. Shout out. Okay. Um, let's see here. One thing I wanted to ask uh, that you mentioned to me recently was your, your diet. What is your diet like right now? Um, Are you still carnivoring for the most part? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I On the weekends, I kind of falter a little bit. Like yesterday, um, I took the family out to um, Waffle House, which is really easy for somebody who's doing carnivore because you could just literally get cheese eggs and yeah, yeah. bacon and sausage and a T-bone steak if you are into those kinds of things at those kinds of restaurants. Um, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I should put that out there. I usually don't get those kind of things at those kind of restaurants. <laughs> exactly. But uh, the everybody else got waffles, and I was totally cool with not getting a waffle. And then she, the kids were like, um, you know, we want a waffle. And she's like, well, do you want um, wal- or pecan or whatever it is? Or uh, do you want chocolate? And I knew they had all these things. Do you want banana? And I knew they had that. And she goes, do you want peanut butter? And I was like, what? Yeah, excuse me. Um, can I get chocolate and peanut butter on a waffle? She's like, yes. And I was like, well, I was going to be good today, but uh, <laughs> excuse not. me while I'm not good. Yeah. Yeah. So for the most part, I, I stick to like meats, cheese, eggs, veg, uh, no veggies. I don't eat veggies at all. Bad for you, right? Oh, well, it's not bad for you, but you know. Uh, bad any, for that diet? It's bad. <laughs> it's just like, you know, the, the, the beauty of... The carnivore diet is its simplicity. Like, sure, you know who doesn't like steak? What about nuts? No. Is that part of? Mm-mm. Wow, no, that's that's more of like a paleo like nuts thing. nuts and legumes. Yeah, yeah, paleo is all that stuff. But I just eat meat, cheese, eggs, and other forms of dairy. Kind of similar. Yeah, kind of, yeah. You know, um, you stay away from processed meats. Yeah, unless like you can find one that's like all natural. You know. Whatever, whatever. The important thing is like to stay. I I don't eat above ten carbs a day. I sometimes I eat only one carb a day or zero. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's pretty. I mean, I lost a lot of weight in a very short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Not all water weight either. Yeah, not all water weight. That's good. Yeah, that's very cool. I don't know about trying that. I don't know. I Man, I could try it. I guess I don't know how my body would 
how it would react to well, that. Because well, I tend to, I feel more, I feel like I get overheated with a lot of meat breaking down my body. My body just tends to overheat more. I don't know if that's a good thing. It's like working out and your body's getting overheated and you're sweating and... I sweat a lot. You know, <laughs> maybe that's part of it. You know, whatever, whatever I'm doing my classes, I'm like sitting there just like pouring sweat. People are always like, you're so slippery. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> that's jujitsu. Yeah. Uh, right. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Yeah. Muay Thai. You're a Muay Thai-er. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. Like clenches and elbows and knees and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I sweat profusely, and um, the first week is probably really difficult, actually. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's super difficult. You got the runs. Like, oh, that's what I was going to ask you. How is bad. the poo? The poo is non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's existent, but at the same time, non-existent. You know, like, oh. you know the, um, have you seen that thing on Facebook where it's like, you could tell your health by your poop? And like, there's yeah, like pellets, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. like toothpaste. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Straight water. There's like no little pebblets. There's it's nothing. People are like, I thought you were gonna poop. I heard pee, man. You're like, well, funny story about that. <laughs> My butthole burns. <laughs> I'm shooting out all this poo water. <laughs> That's really gross. Yeah, but after that first week, like the anybody who asks me about it, I always tell them like, do 21 days of it and see how you feel. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, really only gonna a lot of things you don't tell a difference in if you're unless you're doing it like at least two or three weeks yeah you know you're not gonna see or feel a noticeable difference i wouldn't think well i mean you see and feel noticeable difference within the first three days of doing that really yeah i started noticing like you get a real strong mental clarity okay you know yeah, everybody says that. about every diet yeah thing, yeah you know everybody says that but like i got mental clarity i got uh, more energy um Energy thing is great. Yeah, I thought I thought I was going to be a lot more sluggish, especially since like my red meat uptake went up like ten times what I was eating. Because mm-hmm. um, it's important to eat like really fat, fatty portions of stuff. Like if you're going to eat fish, it's good to eat like salmon because it's got a lot more fat than say tuna. Mm-hmm. Um, and like eat chicken, but don't eat it as much as you eat like steak and stuff like that. Okay. So um, for me, that's the opposite. Like if I'm eating meat. I'm eating more chicken than steak. I rarely eat steak anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's expensive for one thing. I shop at Kroger, man. You can get like insane deals like on steak. Two for two for two clearance. Yeah. I'm about to go bad. Please go. buy me and I'm, eat me immediately. Yeah, you're going to get the trash E-coli. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm brown on the other side. <laughs> they they paint, flipped me over. Right. Painted me red. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's food dye. So, a minute ago when you said all natural that made me wonder or think about what constitutes all natural what could somebody get away by you know, like or get away with by saying it's all natural like you think it's all natural but it's all natural because they lived this certain way well, not all the other things that you would normally attribute so i'm attribute. not like really educated in this but in my personal observations and i could be wrong but um, normally when they say like all natural or something like that, it's usually meaning that they don't like inject them full of like a whole bunch of hormones and okay, antibiotics yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and stuff like that. But then there's also like grass fed where sure. they where they like sit there and they like 
feed them grass and live happily on a pasture they get jerked off regularly like mm-hmm. i mean it's just that's how they lived but free that's, range yeah free range like so yeah this cow had I a guess name you, you yeah <laughs> it could be all natural and include all of that or it could be all natural and, and just they, not have the hormones exactly and still be classified as the same yeah which is scary, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Processed. All of our processed stuff is disgusting. <laughs> all natural. And scary. It died of old age. And yeah, exactly. That's what, <laughs> that's what I was getting at. I guess like some event happened. Like, well, it was a natural occurrence that this happened. The I, animal died, and we cut it up and ate it. Yeah, I don't. Or, but, think, I don't think that the food industry is allowed to do that, though. I think like if it dies for some reason, they have to like discard it, and that's why you see those crazy videos. Put it in the, the uh, melter. Well, they like put them in this grinder thing. It's kind of gross. Turns it into. I gag, but I I like watching those videos. That's disgusting. I can't watch any of that stuff. Um, Don't ever send me anything. I won't. (laughs) Today. (laughs) Um, Did you have anything in mind specific that you wanted to chat about? Uh, No, actually, I was kind of going into this thing like kind of. Whimsical? Yeah, haphazardly. Yes. All those things. Yeah. Well, how did the shows go this weekend? Really good. Uh, last night was was a lot of fun. Uh, we were a lot tighter last night than we were um, Friday, but Friday was a lot of fun because, like, you know, I always enjoy playing Gas Monkey Bar and Grill because um, I don't know. The sounds good there, you know, for an out, outdoor venue, mm-hmm. and um, the weather's nice and the, the crowd is good. It's a that could be a really good show. The great thing was is it was so hot whenever we first got there, but like as the day progressed and the later it got and the closer it got to us playing. It got a lot cooler, but I'll tell you what though, it was warm enough. I don't know if it was that or cause like I drank a lot of water before we played and I drank a lot of water the day before. So I was hydrated, mm-hmm. but man, I was playing and like my, my muscle fatigue and my, my right bicep was insane. I was sitting there and we were playing a song and I like ended up like chicken winging my, oh. my pick, like, please don't stop working. <laughs> it just like flies off of your string. <laughs> Boink. Yeah. Oh. And I was just sitting there like, oh, <laughs> flamenco <laughs> or something. <laughs> Exactly. I'm sitting there like trying to like like push myself through this and I felt like I was like suffering. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to do it. Like my bicep felt like it was like balling up like a little baby fist. That <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't have anything to do with a diet, does it? No. As far as No, cuz I I, I mean, consume a lot of electrolytes else. and stuff like that. Like you know, I I I'm, and I take a one-a-day vitamin, so like I'm not like vitamin deficient or anything right. like that. You know, which is something that you have to do in any extreme diet. Would you take? Well, yeah. Would you take uh, greens pills? Like so, I, I actually have some that I take every <laughs> now and then. Um, I so I did a little research on like top vitamins and stuff like that, as far as like um, just people's opinions and to everything. Couple with the diet, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them was the superfoods vitamin. And um, I took that for a month, and I didn't really like it. So actually, I started taking Centrum Silver. Okay, it's yeah. the one for old folks. For older, mm-hmm. older because it has peoples. It's more enriched in vitamins. Yeah. So that's the one that I take right now. I have I've only started taking it for a week. So I can't really see that as a bad thing, but I don't. I'm not an expert. I don't know what the hell I'm talking I, about. I'm not either. I just kind of wing it. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh, there's more. Cool. <laughs> It has all the stuff that I'm not consuming, so maybe I'll just consume it, and then it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, so this one has 1,000 times my daily allowed version of uh, zinc, but this one has 10,000 for old folks. What do they need all that zinc for? I don't know. What does zinc do? I don't know. I just know that it covers screws sometimes, and like to look at the zinc-covered screws, I'm like, 
that goes in my body. Zinc plated food. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 mm, mama. <laughs> Can I have more zinc cereal? <laughs> It's like iron. You know, you get like, what is it, uh, cornflakes, and you can like take a magnet, and they like follow the magnet. Oh, my God. I've not done that. What is that? Is that a thing? That's <laughs> yeah, a real thing? That's a thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like. Uh, that's metal. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I wonder why everybody. Literally say you eat nails for breakfast. <laughs> I wonder why everyone gets cancer. Yeah. Hey, you know, apparently you need these things. How did <laughs> how did cavemen get this? Did they just like find iron ore and they're just like, mm, that looks delicious. Yeah, sprinkle some on my meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it's got, uh, what are the reasons behind? I mean, a, a preservative of some sort or like... A, I have no idea. Uh, uh, what do you call it? You know, better yet, I want to know... Binder. How of, we know about these things. Like how do, do they like look at the microscope and they're like, oh, that's vitamin A. Like what? Yeah, it's all made up. Yeah, it's all just they just all a ploy. Unless maybe somebody found a piece of paper that just had vitamin A through Z written down, and then they were like, "Well, what is what does A and B and C and D mean?" Yeah, it's what is that, (laughs) guys? I've got a million dollar idea. We're gonna tell people that they need these molecules that no one knows what the fuck they do, and we're just going to sell them at exuberant prices. It's so, yeah, it's weird to think that you could get, like, you can cut off a piece of my skin and put it on a microscope and you can look at it and then look at it closer and then even closer and then closer and closer and then of just the protons, neutrons, electrons, and uh, I don't know anything about any of that stuff. But yeah. we're just made of all these atoms and, uh, what is it? Qu- quasars? <laughs> <laughs> Gaggle of quarks? <laughs> Before we go on into this tangent, <laughs> I would like to say that I actually know that there's science behind vitamins, so I'm not just sitting here yeah, like yeah, just going it. off on this, like sounding yeah. But like you said, ridiculous. how did how did we discover that? Yeah, how, how did we did figure like, out the the I don't know. Yeah, like structure. Vitam- like we create vitamin D by being under the sun. How do we know that? Right. Like what? Uh, we've calculated. You can sit in the sun for one day. And it's the same as consuming vitamin D capsules for two weeks. Or, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I mean, I you don't. get the same results, so you just figure it's vitamin D. I don't know. <laughs> That's very weird. But um, going back to the whole uh, atoms and molecules thing, you know, I, I used to watch this um, show called Down the Rabbit Hole, I think it was called. And what blew my mind about that is like on an atomic level, nothing is touching each other there's always a space so like you're oh, not actually touching right. this table i know what you're talking about that's yeah that stuff blows my mind that's too much <laughs> i know you said like <laughs> we were talking about that at uh at brunch earlier at the coffee shop uh how me and a buddy used to talk about just random things when we were teens and we'd get to a point where we'd start talking about space and then it was have you ever thought about outside of space you know like what's outside of outer space you know can you can you think about the end of it like outside the outer, the dark matter well, no just outside of you think of outer space as outer space right you know just like a ball of outer space what's outside of that you know and we would talk about that and then we just get to the point where we're just shaking our heads like no 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 no, no more no more I, my head's gonna explode i can't think about it well i'll tell you what really like makes me like when if i get too much into it i physically start feeling ill but like um and my interpretation of time is that past, present, and future are all running 
parallel to each other and mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. So right now my future self is doing what my future self is doing. Right now my present self is doing what my present self is doing and my past self is doing what my past self is doing. Yes. And Correct. then and like that's a part of like um you know a multiverse theory and stuff like that. Yeah, so, alternate dimensions. Yeah, exactly. Of. So stepping out of our space is probably just like stepping into another space. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just infinite. That's what I think uh, the movie Interstellar, we were talking about that too. Yeah. I totally think that that's plausible. Like the black hole is just like a time timeline or, you know, some sort of uh, gateway, passageway to another dimension or another time or another something or an access point, but we just can't navigate it. We can't survive it. It's just a, like there's no way you'd be able to tell either because there's no communicating outside of it. Yeah. Didn't we just shoot something into a black hole or something came out of it? I think there was something recently like that came uh, out of it. I don't remember the details, but I feel like it wasn't enough for me to. I don't think we'll know until we actually raid Area 51 in September. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> September 14th. So they've got time to plan. Yeah, we, they got time extensively. to plan. Like, I mean. <laughs> I wonder how many people have Googled alien weapons and, like, tried to. Someone has like a blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Quote unquote blueprint yeah. from alien technology. Yeah. People are building these things to to take with them. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. And like, deadly. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I wonder how that's going to go. I There's mean, like if, if it's going to go. 13 people are going to show up. <laughs> I, you know, I bet a lot of people are actually going to show up. Just to see. Just to see. If I was close, I would totally drive. Yeah, like, absolutely. To a point where I can see all of the people congregating. <laughs> so, like, and that will be the congregation is the congregation outside trying to see the inner congregation and no you, one shows up. You know, like Western movies, wherever like train robbers or like uh, just like outlaws are like sitting on the cliff with the binoculars and waiting yeah, for it yeah, all good. Yeah. That would be me. <laughs> just on some yeah, some high area where nobody knows I'm even there and I'm just like speculating I'm like look at these idiots <laughs> yeah. Yeah. everybody's about to die guys yeah. <laughs> it's like I saw a meme where it's like um, it says the government won't kill 60,000 people and it shows Daenerys from Game of Thrones she's like I really? I didn't see it yeah, it's hilarious so I don't know what that means you've never seen Game of Thrones? no <laughs> But anyone listening that yeah. knows. <laughs> it's the blonde chick with the dragons. She probably killed a lot of people is my guess. Toward, yeah, she killed a lot of people. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. Sure. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You were spoiled. Uh, it just pissed me off. You're just sitting there at the end of it, like watching a train wreck. Oh, no. I mean, that was terrible. Wait, Dexter, did you see that? Uh, No. I but didn't consider it a train wreck, but I... It could have been yeah, it's ended better. Uh, spoiler alert. Doesn't he become like a lumberjack or something like it's, that? Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, I think the last season I watched of it was the one with um, John Luthgow. Mm -hmm. I think that was the last one where he was like his mentor or whatever. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, was he Very, Whatever. More like a nemesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he killed his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Spoiler. It was pretty, pretty rough, dude. That was, that was a pretty rough season. Yeah. That was intense. Maybe I watched the that, season. After that, that scene that was rough. Yeah, where she's in the bathtub. Yeah, man, that was fuck, dude. That that hits hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a bad habit of. I don't say it's a bad habit. I have a habit of putting myself in someone's situation. Like, how would I feel? Like having exactly, empathy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like <laughs> you're guilty of having like empathy. Picturing it in my head. You yeah. Know? Not just thinking. Oh, I feel bad for that person. It's like I would feel like this. You know. I, yeah. Really, really 
hurting myself especially, <laughs> emotionally especially like in a show that you're like really invested in and stuff like that i feel really connected to those kind of characters yeah, too definitely. you know what i mean yeah so i guess i kind of do the same thing you know kind of like in in their shoes to an extent yeah then you come out of it with like ptsd then, and, yeah then you cry about it and <laughs> gotta talk to your therapist like wipe all the tears i came home my girlfriend <laughs> was dead in the bathtub uh, did you call the police? No, no, it was on TV. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, De- it was Dexter. I don't know if you watched that show, but but last night was really hard for me. You don't know me, but we're like the same person. <laughs> In that, I-, I kill serial killers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Not literally, yeah, like. <laughs> so I work in an office and (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) I listen to a lot of Huey Lewis in the news (laughs) god such a good movie dude yeah what a weird movie yeah I mean that's why I have him tattooed on my leg it was entertaining I did I had when I watched it I had no idea what it was about no clue so I was kind of lost for a minute and then at the end I was really lost (laughs) (laughs) so thinking, thinking back on it it was, uh, yeah, I think I get it now. And then I watched it again. Like, okay, yeah. I get it. So through the movie, you're like, what? And at the a end of it, of the you're time, like, yeah. But it was entertaining. What? Like, this is super weird. You know, when am I going to get it? He's killing a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Right. Very, like, he's not even nonchalant about it. He's just like, ah, I just like threw a chainsaw down in my high rise right. stairwell. And, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, that's no big deal. He's like, like running around naked outside. Yes. Or uh, outside of his room. Yeah. There is, what is it? There is no Patrick Bateman, just an idea of Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, it's like Fight Club in a, in a sense. You know, that, that movie blew my mind the first time I watched yeah, it. Yeah. Same for, for sure. That was like one of those first like good hard twist movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did that come out before or after Sixth Sense? Or around the same time? It's I don't even Google. know. I don't even know what year it is. So I can't remember years for anything lion king we talked about that it's like a couple of podcasts ago like 94 like someone said 96 i think and i was like 93 four yeah i don't know i do that with music like i was revisiting like i had to go back and listen to stuff um, that i listened to when i was younger and stuff like you know nostalgia and and um, bass yeah (laughs) i know okay i'm not gonna get on another tangent while i'm going on a music factory no so I, I was listening to Cradle of Filth in the car with my family the other day, and I was listening to their album Bittersweet to Sucky Bye, and uh, I was sitting there, and I was like, man, I I bought this album when it came out. How old is this album? It came out in 2001, and I was like, oh my God, this album's almost 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, that was a, a minute ago. Yeah, it's time, gross. Time has flied by. Yeah. Flown by. Flew by. Yeah, I think my Brown. first I think the first metal album that I bought with my own money was Corn Issues and that came out in 99. It's amazing. Gross. Yeah. That's fucking gross. It's pretty disgusting. <laughs> like, I I was I started out musically on, you know, like Bush and Nirvana and Green Day and Weezer and whatever more alternative. Then my cousin gave me the Black album. That was like the first quote unquote metal album that I heard. I thought I like this. I like this a lot. So then, <laughs> I kid you not, there was probably a full year, year and a half went by, you know, because there wasn't really, I didn't have internet at the time, so I'm not going to just, I can't just do a bunch of research and 
whatever. And then uh, I think it was like a year, year and a half later, I heard Master of Puppets. Hell yeah. And, I, and then someone said, no, that's Metallica. I'm like, what? Because I have Black Album Metallica in my head, and I'm realizing, wait, what? They sound like this too? So then I got that album, and then Ride the Lightning, and then it's like, okay, there's there's a whole other world of music that I didn't even know existed, you know? I have never heard the Black Album. What? <laughs> <laughs> never heard the Black Album. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I Okay, so my, my brother, um, growing up, listened to a whole array of music, and that mm-hmm. was pretty much like my my entry into certain things like he li- he liked uh, Steve Vai yeah and um um the toadies he liked a lot of alternative stuff too and he denies this to this day but he had Metallica CDs and stuff like that too mm-hmm. and you know um one of the first concerts actually the first concert I ever went to was Corn and um he he was always like you know I never listened to that so like he never really like I, th- I remember him having the Garage Days CD mm-hmm. because I remember them smoking cigars in the booklet, but I distinctly remember the first time I ever heard like like uh, yelling, like growling metal, or I guess you could call it that. You know, yeah, something yeah. with harsh vocals other than Metallica was like I remember us being at CD Warehouse um, in Duncanville. And my brother was looking at something in Pantera's Great Southern Trend Kill oh, yeah. was on this. Like, <laughs> <little> <laughs> yeah. That was the same for me as far as Pantera goes. Yeah. Cowboys from Hell, going from that to that album. Yeah. And like uh, the way it opens. Like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. So like I put it on, you know, it was, they had, had like a little demo and I had the headphones on my ear and oh God, I don't even know how old I was. I was real young, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I remember I was yelling. I was like, Andrew, you should hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't like the heavy, uh, you know, cookie monster vocals. I didn't like that stuff very much. I, w- I wasn't really exposed to it, you know, mm-hmm. like I was into more Metallica. So like the pitched growling, I really enjoyed. That made more sense. That was a good transition for me, you know, mm-hmm. being able to sing something to, I can still sing this, but. I have to uh, when I'm doing it, you know. Yeah. Versus just uh, yeah. a bunch of that, and I didn't like it. I didn't know what to think about it for the longest time, and I think what what finally made me appreciate it more is almost the same scenario. I was in a record store with somebody. I forgot who it was and where it was, but um, now you have something to die for. Was Lamb of God overhead? Yeah, and I was like that. Vo- those vocals sound. I appreciate that. It sounded like it had more uh, personality to it than just straight yelling or something. It was just an interesting style of that type of vocal, you know, uh, sound that I, I don't know, I just dug it more. So was that like your first entry into? Appreciating that type of vocal. Appreciating that type of vocal. Yeah, because I I even heard, I think I heard Scar Symmetry before I Mm -hmm. heard Lamb of God. And that was just, dude, that is low. You know, some heavy, heavy, low stuff Yeah, on some of the vocals. But the cleans were great. I could sing to it and everything. But all in all, I didn't like it at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to think about it. It was just, it was a bunch, a whole bunch at once. You know, even the guitar solos and stuff. It sounded, at the time, my playing level, it sounded so unreal to me that I didn't even, I thought it was not real. Like studio magic or something, you know, whatever. I didn't, I didn't really give it the time of day for a long time. But that's uh, how blast beats were for me. Whenever I first heard blast beats, I was like, "Man, 
Yeah, if they're not done right, too, yeah. for one thing. Yeah. Watching the differences and someone that knows how to do it. Oh, okay. Well, like, my introduction to those type of vocals, like the really low and really just, like, gutturals and screeching highs and stuff like that was, um, um, you know, uh, I went from, like, corn to having, like, Kazaa and Imesh and Napster and all of that. And, like, um, when all of those were really big and everybody was downloading on them, mm-hmm. I would literally just search for things and have them pop up. So, like, that's how I discovered Cannibal Corpse. That's how I discovered Meshuga. That's how I discovered, like, all that stuff. So, like, I listened to Meshuga and Cannibal Corpse, and that was, like, my first introduction to, like, heavy, heavy, heavy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cannibal Corpse, that was one I didn't really dig. The, the old, especially the older stuff, I didn't really, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about these vocals. This is just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hard to appreciate that. But then, once again, I got used to it. Once I appreciated how someone can do it and do it well, do it right... Then I listened back to a lot of stuff that I did, you know, years before. You're like, oh, I get I'm it. Like, okay, it's not as bad as I remember it being. You know, I just didn't understand what was happening at the time. Yeah, know? right. A lot of people don't. So I, I totally get not liking stuff if you don't really truly give it the time of day. You know, yeah. and maybe see somebody do something. If you see somebody do some shitty vocals, <laughs> but you're, but they're trying to do a specific style, and then yeah. this other person also does that specific style and they do it well. really well. Oh, okay. I yeah. get the difference now. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and isn't that something you always hear? Like that's something you always hear about people's critiquing of that style of music is always the vocals. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's it. Because some people, it's all they focus on. They don't give a shit about guitars, or whatever. Oh, that's those sound pretty cool. Drums sound pretty cool too. They're too bassy, or you they know. sound so talented. But those vocals, yeah, you it know, just ruins it. You know, going back to me listening to Cradle of Filth, I was reminiscing about how uh, first off my dad's a southern baptist pastor right but he's always been like super supportive of me and like really open to like i mean he bought me slayer god hates us all like <laughs> <laughs> that's like, awesome i don't think i ever showed him the title of the cd but i mean it has like upside down crosses on the front of it so i mean he had to have some sort of inclination he just shook his head yeah <laughs> But I remember listening to Bittersweets and Succubi like, on the way to his church, like in his truck. And he was just like, you know, Stephen, I really like the music, but those vocals, I just can't. Like, you know, it's, it's a people's I mean, At least problem. he could have said that with the, you know, the music, though, instead of all together. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, my dad always said, you know, I like Marilyn Manson's music. I really like it. I just don't like what he sings about. <laughs> my dad's always have like a... a, a my whole family really has always had a really huge appreciation for music, so that's probably like that's good then. Yeah, uh, you know, like that's my, probably why there's more tolerance. Yeah, like my older sister Angie, she, me, and her would always listen to Corn and Rush together. Yeah, it's a great combination. <laughs> yeah, it's like Corn and cereal or something. Yeah, like for food. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, cereal is made out of corn sometimes, right? Oh yeah, corn flakes. Yeah, that was a bad. Met- metaphor? Yeah. <laughs> Analogy? I don't know. I'm so lost. <laughs> Which one of those words is right? We literally went from Analogous? quantum physics. We literally went from quantum physics to where we are now. To cereal and cornflakes. And what did I, I just say? Technically, we're almost full circle because I could bring up that you can have cornflakes follow your magnet 
if it's floating oh my in milk. God. Full circle, man. All right. We've made a full circle. That's now what let's happens. Move on to the next thing. That's what happens outside <laughs> of the universe. Like outside of the universe is full circle. And mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I said all that to say this. Having said all that, um, I like to talk about this with everybody because it's nice to get different perspectives. But what are your feelings about artificial intelligence as far as the future of artificial intelligence and us as a society, I guess, maybe not necessarily incorporating it into our own bodies, which is a conversation to be had, but losing control of said artificial intelligence. Well, what is it? The rule of robotics where a robot can't hurt its, is that, so that's is that what it is? Make believe rule. But I mean, oh, I mean that's kind of a hard thing to talk about because you know you watch sci-fi movies and like artificial intelligence is this thing that you know like like let's go with aliens, you know, mm-hmm. um, like go to the more recent ones like Covenant and um, Prometheus and stuff like that where mm-hmm. like the, um, what's his name? I can't remember his name. The the AI guy that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. there, you know, he kind of goes off the walls because he's right. like hyper intelligent almost. You yes. know what I mean? So, yeah. He's, he's basically conscious at, yeah. at that point. You know, there's something that's said in that movie and every time, uh, Prometheus, and every time I um, I hear it and see that scene, it's where they're like at the billiard table. Yes. And he's like. That's when you really get a grasp of his intentions. Well, the guy that he's talking to, the one who's drinking that he he poisons mm-hmm. or whatever looks up at him and he says but you can't feel that right mm-hmm. and i was like but he can that's that's the, that's the trippy thing about yeah, it because the way he, especially the way he looks back at him you yeah know, i suppose i can't or whatever something like that yeah have you ever seen ex machina that movie is pretty good representation of ai um yeah. where it could go as well that's that's what i mean yeah more, I, more along those lines yeah i think like even deceptive yeah Not, you can't even tell what's happening I think AI is just a another way for us to play God, like straight up making intelligence. And if we do that, then they could be what replaces us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's a there's a movie um, on Netflix right now called I Am Mother. I haven't watched that. I've is that worth a watch? Definitely worth a watch. Um, it's pretty much about um, this robot births a child in a you know what wait a minute no i did see that did you raises the kid yeah right yeah yeah i must yeah. have been thinking of something completely different but yeah yeah i did see that but like that's kind of like something in and that you know what i yes. mean and it's yes. like, i thought that was crazy that was they made it like a hive mind that was yeah yeah it was that was an interesting splendid. concept yeah but yeah i think that ai could definitely like um if if we are dangerous with it if that makes sense because right now we haven't technically made negligent. actual yeah negligent we haven't made actually there's that one that has the twitter that one robot that has the twitter the chick yeah i think that's i think that's the first actual ai that she's we've like made a, a citizen somewhere I yeah she's a citizen somewhere like that's insane it's like they're, we're trying to jump start it like, yeah we'll just go ahead and make her a citizen and then we'll give her uh she has driver's license now. yeah and she, she can, can get vote. an automated vehicle and <laughs> she i mean like imagine like you know if we keep on doing that 
like you know we've got those robots that you always see that google's making right now that can like balance and you can kick yeah. them and they stay standing and stuff like that like yeah. imagine putting something like that in one of those mm-hmm. then you literally have something dangerous yeah, you know what i mean potentially dangerous yeah that was what i heard on uh joe rogan's podcast just the other day with uh whitney cummings the comedian chick she had she has a a robot of herself but it's mostly the head is it's like a sex doll but the head is the prize that's <laughs> what there's, she you can talk to it program it and everything it is weird i recommend watching that episode not listening but watching that episode so anyway they were talking about does she have the head with her yeah she had the whole thing with her and she could take the head off and put it on like a pedestal oh my to just God. sit down and talk to and whatever it's creepy i think that is a new level of like um what do you call it? Agoraphobia? <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't leave my house, so I made a robot of myself to talk to. Because when I talk to myself in my house, it makes me feel insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's even weirder? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and take a little sidetrack. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's uh, fine. Here. So if, you th- if you're by yourself, sometimes you will talk out loud. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We all do that, right? Yeah. You'd say something out loud. Do you ever find yourself saying it in your head, but then you say it again out loud after you've said it in your head? Okay, so I am a hard person to talk to about this because I literally have conversations out loud with myself when I'm in public. So (laughs) (laughs) I actually, you know, um, I, I have a therapist and I think it's important for almost everybody to have a therapist because it's nice to have somebody to talk to that actually knows how to help you deal with things. So I have a therapist and I asked him, I was like, hey man, so listen, I literally will talk for people out loud and go through situations in my life that I think could potentially happen and this could be potentially what they say and this would be my response to that and I just have this whole conversation with myself. I'll be at work and I'll just be like doing something and I'm just sitting there like, like um, I'm trying to think of like a real world situation that I'd be thinking of. Um, like, oh, you go into an interview. Oh, well, Stephen, uh, you know, uh, what, what, what do you, why do you want this job? Oh, uh, well, I really want this job because I'm trying to further my career. And like, I just have conversations like that. Yeah, just so, play out the whole scenario in your head, the so, whole scene. So simultaneously, I guess I'm thinking it and saying it, or I'm thinking it and then saying it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yes, I do that. <laughs> I, I guess I mean, I mean that personally, when I do that, it's, it's like a, I don't know. It's like a compulsion. I have to say it out loud for it to actually have been thought. And <laughs> like it's like speaking someone's into an existence. Someone, yeah. Well, like someone's listening. Like, well, if I'm doing this, then and I said this in my head, they're not going to understand why I'm doing this. It's so weird. I have that. Not like I'm paranoid that I'm being watched all the time, but I just feel like I have to say something out loud sometimes. If I say it in my head, otherwise, what I'm physically doing doesn't make sense. If someone were to be watching. (laughs) So the way my therapist explained it is, no, you're not crazy. That's the first thing he said. Um, The second thing is, is like some people hold those things in and they're good with just thinking it and they're perfectly fine with that. Mm -hmm. And some people have to say it and that's how they bring it in. That's how they like soak it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like some people read out loud. Some people read quietly. Yeah. You know, there's introverts, extroverts, polyverts and all that stuff. It's the same thing. It's just when you feel like you have to say it, it's because you do have to say it. And that's how you absorb that information. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how the human mind works. Yeah. Yeah. I, can, I mean, 
I, don't, I wouldn't think of it necessarily as crazy. It's just, uh, I don't know, it just seems like an odd compulsion. I didn't know if it was normal in a lot of people, or does anybody even notice that? Maybe you do it, you don't even notice it, or not you, but like some people, you know? I've had people in my house before. I was like um, recording something, and I was just sitting there talking to myself about the recording. They were like, who are you talking to? Or they, they were like, who's here? I was like, uh, nobody. They were like, who were you talking to? I was like, ha. Me. Yeah, funny story about that. <laughs> come in, let's talk about it. Yeah, come here. Don't don't mind the knife. I mean, yeah, I, I talk out loud about myself all the time. Sing them songs, sing myself songs, you know? Yeah. Like, Today sucked a whole bunch. I don't really want to do anything. It's okay to comfort yourself. Yeah. It's okay. That's a good thing. It's not your fault, Rusty. I was born this way. <laughs> Sounds like a country song. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I wanted I I started to do a, a podcast the other day by myself, just a recording. I ha, I was very unprepared. I was just on the spot. Really wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. And my thought is, I want to go on Facebook and I want to pick like a controversial post and dive into the comment section and just read comments, but read them in whatever voice that I feel like they should be read in. You know, oh my God. well, that goddamn Trump is just a blah, 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 blah. And then <laughs> or something. I think you guys think it's a gun problem. And really, it's just a patriot problem. God I ain't damn. never see no gun shoot nobody with ain't nobody behind a gun yeah, by exactly. itself in the case. That's like blaming the bullet. <laughs> yeah, I tell, like, I, not even trying to push an agenda of any sort. It's just yeah, yeah, give, yeah. give these characters some life because it feels like... Oh, what? Who would even think some of the stuff that's being typed out? You know, like, I'll tell you who thinks it. <laughs> I do. That's why I really try and keep away from the like political posts. I-, I posted one today. I'll be honest. I did that today. I was just like political. Yeah, political. Yeah, you know, I, I just I try and keep away from it because, like, no offense to anybody who's listening to this, but like ninety five percent of the people, I don't want to hear their opinion nor do I give a fuck about their opinion. Because, like, I'm either going to look at it like, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that, or I'm going to be like, why am I friends with you? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was talking to this guy at work, and, um, you know, we were, we were talking about some stuff, and he's, like, a super conservative person. And um, he's like, well, I don't think the gays should get married. Why? You know what I mean? That's and, a tough one, man. It's Why? Like, like, yeah, exactly. It, it, like, what, you know, it's just stuff like that. And, you know. Where does it hurt you? Show me. Yeah, yeah. Can you point on this doll where he touched you? Like, I mean, you know, and, and it's simple. It's really simple things that I get really upset about. Like, um, like gay marriage and, and like, pro-life, pro-choice or, like transgender it's just like things that are just kind of like where is it your fucking business like really yeah. how can you have an opinion on that when it's not your life if if it came down to well they shouldn't be the gays shouldn't be married because once they get married they get this right and then that right should be d- d- divided because <laughs> this and this should be from that and if you get or, detailed like that maybe <laughs> i'll respect that you have an opinion that came from somewhere but it's just like well i just don't think it's right that's not fucking good enough, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, my 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 other favorite argument to say is is the next one. The next thing's going to happen is pedophiles are going to get their rights. <laughs> They're going to add that to the LGBTQBS boo <laughs> p. <laughs> that piece for pedophile. Yeah, that piece for pedophile. You know, I, 
I don't, <laughs> I just I don't really find anybody that's going to accept that, but okay. No, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's like, how can you compare, like, two consenting adults to a, a consenting adult to a child that isn't cognitively uh, able to have those type of thoughts? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, oh, God. People are going to be people, and they're just people in the weirdest ways. I know, man. But that, that's what I guess that's what I was getting at is those controversial posts and comments you i could get i could read them and get upset by it because i think that's fucking dumb or i can't believe that someone would think this way and think about people this way and it would upset me or i can just read it like a goofball <laughs> and bring some humor into it and yeah i, I mean, avoided the whole anger you know yeah absolutely just like, laugh about it <laughs> But, but like I said, I started to do it, and then I just found myself surfing through Facebook, you know, for like five minutes solid. And just like, like, I find nothing. Were you even talking? Was yeah, it just, I, just I was just saying, just like I'm you sorry, this heavy. is dumb. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I find one post and one comment, and I think, oh, gold mine, and then there's nothing else worth reading. So I'm going to have to just have a bunch laid out, you know, ahead of time. Yeah. And then read it. <laughs> so I'm probably going <laughs> to delete everything I had, but I think the idea is... Uh, yeah, I think that's a lot of fun. I, I had a kind of a funny idea um, for a TV show one time um, that absolutely has nothing to do with what you were just talking about. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so I had this idea, kind of like a robot chicken-esque thing where it's like, you know, small skits or whatever. It doesn't yeah. have to be like their type of animation or something like that. Mm -hmm. But take superheroes, you know what I mean? Superheroes, and they're like blowing up, you know, all these buildings and doing all this stuff, throwing cars, like, you know, all, you know, it's in every superhero movie. Yeah. But like literally just record the people in the background. And that's the whole thing. Like, they're just eating dinner. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, having this deep conversation over brunch. Like, oh, yeah. Also, the superhero blows up and they're like oh my god and you just like follow them trying to get out of the situation <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs> or yeah or like someone in the very very back it's yeah like way away from it like who the fuck is this yeah, guy just like <laughs> why did he just break the wall oh my god could he just, just come to the door <laughs> so many people died just then oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah that's a really good idea <laughs> yeah I just think it'd be hilarious to we just should cut watch this it. out so no one steals it. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Copyright. <laughs> That's already copyrighted. It's copywritten. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to mail this to myself <laughs> so that there's... <laughs> the poor man's copyright? Yeah. I've done that. It, it Really? Have you? <laughs> yeah. I've, people Never tell had me... to use it or anything, whatever, but yeah, I, I did it. Yeah, I, I had somebody steal copyright material one time. Well, actually, it wasn't copywritten. That's why they stole it. Oh. And it's ridiculous. And like, I talked to a Sound lawyer like and they were like... You did it to yourself. Yeah. A lawyer told me that. They were like, really, you should have done this before you showed anybody your music. And I was yeah. like, oh, wow. Well, now we're just going to... And it was like a really large band, and they got a, a lot of money off of the song. It sucks. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's like a bullet for my Valentine. They stole one of my old band songs, that band right there on the wall. Did they really? The intro. Did they really? It is so similar, it's not even funny. Dude, mine was Seether. That song, um, Hypocrite or whatever. I don't know. I'm not familiar. If I heard it, I'd probably know. Da, I don't da, know names. Hypocrite. That's, 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 yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. But like the song that I showed him was a song called Hypocrite. And literally the chorus was the chorus. Like not musically, but lyrically. That was the chorus. And I was like what the hell and i i had met him 
years and years ago, mm-hmm. um, and he bought me my first Jagerbomb ever, the lead singer. And because he was like in town for something, and we were at the Curtain Club, and I was of age, and he got me really twisted. And I, I was like, dude, I know this isn't really your thing, because like it was kind of metal, kind of not. It was like mm-hmm. it was, there was singing, there was growling, yeah, you know, no black. Anyways, so I handed him this, and I was like, I know it's not really your bag, but I'd like you to listen to it or whatever. And come a year later, they put out that song, and I was like what wow yeah and i talked to a lawyer about it and he was like yeah there's nothing you could do he said you could just brag about it online that's about it yeah pretty much and i was like wow this uh blows (laughs) damn man yeah if you had a picture or something of it with a timestamp on it i mean you could just throw it out there like hey in case anybody ever didn't know or wants to know yeah yeah you this know, was mine, ha ha ha. But this was so many years ago. Like you know, we talked about this earlier, but I couldn't tell you when that song came out. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. But yeah. what year was that? Oh man, it had to have been like oh five. The thing, like with our song, the it was a, a specific pattern. Let's see if we can do it on here. It was a, a a specific beat that we repeated, or whatever, and they did the exact same thing. It was just a hair slower. Yeah. But we weren't even playing at that time when we found out. In mandatory? But, yeah. Where are you in that photo? Is that you on the bottom? Yeah, that's me. Is that you? You had like the disturbed lip ring? Yeah. The Libre. Libre. I still have that hole. I just Rusty don't, Draymond? I just don't put anything in it. <laughs> I just don't use it anymore. I want to pull up the song. We can totally cut this out, but now that I'm thinking about it, I want you to hear it. <laughs> but I don't know the name of that song. The bullet for my Valentine song. Uh, uh, um, I won't say I know what it is, but I might know what it is. Cause this is the song that... that, that that's not it. Stupid. <laughs> There's like a melody that plays behind it, but mm-hmm. that, that rhythm continues. I don't know. I don't know what song that is either. I'm going to be completely honest with you. How do I get to their discography? Uh, you could go to Spotify, probably. Bullet for my Valentine discography. <laughs> I think around the time that they came out was around the time that YouTube first became a thing, kind of. It's crazy to think about. It. I remember when YouTube first started. You know, I was yeah, dude. I did once again. I didn't really have a lot of internet until I was much older. I was actually one of the first 50,000 people with a MySpace. Really? Yeah. I was a huge member of the internet community. Dude, I had web TV. <laughs> That's oh, all man. I had. I was all about the MSN chat. Like, um, that was my thing. I used to play, like, Dungeons & Dragons on there. I've never played that. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, it wasn't really Dungeons & Dragons. It was like, I don't know, man. A- anybody who Anybody who did that kind of knows what I'm talking about. But, like... You had to like be able to type so many words like to hit somebody like if you were fighting or yeah, storylines right. and stuff like that like it was ridiculous like that's how I got I feel I used, like I probably would have gotten into it or you know maybe gotten lost in it yeah. if I had really sunk my teeth into it yeah probably wise that I didn't <laughs> <laughs> it, it consumed my life when I was like fourteen it consumed my life fever yeah because I've heard a lot of people it's it's that way it's just I don't know. 
like a mild addiction or something. Oh, or just nothing like a, mild about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like if you're sitting there like, D&D destroyed my life. Oh, it's just a mild addiction. Like, well, I, mean, I guess mild. it's pretty severe. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the, the truth is, is anybody can get addicted to anything, right? Oh, of course. You know. I'm like, addicted to podcasts. Uh, I'm not, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm addicted to just um, my phone. I've been working on that. That's a hard one, man. It is. Fever is the next album. I'm going to try to cut out as much as possible of this. Fever. I just want to hear that one thing. <laughs> you know, randomly throughout this conversation. That was it. Oh, my God. It's just slower. I'm not going to lie to you, Rusty. Whenever you showed me y'all's song, I was like, well, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, could have done that accidentally. But, but like, that is like... Blatant. So you hear the... It's even the snare and everything. Yeah, the me- the, the melody or whatever behind it. Yeah. Like... And it goes back to it. Okay, so we, we did a different melody. So we play a melody, and then we go back to the original thing. Again, just the same as they did. so crazy they ripped it dude so the song is called fever okay yeah they got a fever from stealing stuff yeah hey so another thing was uh i meant to ask you earlier and i got sidetracked it your album yeah you briefly talked about that what's the status of that and then another thing i was going to ask regarding that was the theme because i believe you mentioned that to me before oh yeah so um okay so how it's going is is we're almost done recording. We kind of we kind of ran into a couple hiccups, um, um, but we're back on track with it, and uh, we just have like little things to finish up, and then it's it's done, and then it's in the hands of Unique Leader. As far as like a release date, don't, yeah, don't know it yet. Um, I want to tell you what it's called, but I don't I don't know if I can. <laughs> just rhyme words. <laughs> it rhymes a, with this. It's a word that not a normal person would know. Okay. Like like we looked it up and it was just like kind of perfect for what what we're doing. Um I can tell you that the art's done by Par Orlifson. I'll tell you that. Okay. Um it's pretty I'll even see if you can show the mic. <laughs> I'm going to put in the notes here that your band name is I Am Destruction. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that wasn't mentioned, which is my fault. I should have said that. Dude, that looks really cool. Yeah. Like, the amount of detail on there is just, like, insane. And that's, like, a, a bad... That looks really good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But uh, the theme is a continuation of the EP, so I'll just explain it, because now when people ask me, I could just be like, go listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you the whole story behind it, and then I'll tell you the real story behind it. Ooh. Oh, man. Okay, so the EP was all about a guy who kills in order to get closer to God, and God's like, no, nah, that's not that's not at all what I want, God being Andrew Patterson. Um, and so he sends him down to hell. Well, in hell, instead of becoming like everybody else who goes there and goes into like an eternal suffering sort of thing, he becomes like almost like purified by the flame. So he becomes cognitive there so he has to find his body to come back to earth because he can't come back the way he is Mm -hmm. so in my version of hell in my mind part of 
the torture of hell is being able to see your body and not being able to obtain it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's, it's like, a, it's torture. Yeah. It's torture. You know what I mean? And it, and it says, um, you know, one of the lyrics and the song that I'm talking about right now is the second track. It's called infernal catabasis. It says, um, I always thought hell was full of beast, but it's only full of worthless man. He finds his body and it's destroyed. That's also a part of the torture is that you can see it and you think it's there, but really it's just garbage. Yeah. So he, the only way to come back is to imbue himself into a container, you know, a, a body that is untouched by original sin. If you know anything about the Bible, mm-hmm. we're all born with original sin. Mm-hmm. So um, he has to kill a child in utero. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. So he strangles a baby with its umbilical cord. <laughs> Why are you laughing at this? You sick so and twisted man. <laughs> Every time I explain this to somebody, when I get to this song, they're you like, see their what face? the like, fuck? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I sent, I sent a friend of mine the lyrics and he goes, dude, you are so sick. <laughs> <laughs> so he kills this baby and he imbues his soul into the container. And um, because he's a pure soul, it causes the gestational period to like rapidly change and pretty much he bursts through this woman's body as a full grown man. Like he grows through this woman's <laughs> body and bursts through her body. That's amazing. <laughs> it's sick. <laughs> yeah. But now here's the fourth song encased in Adipasir. Um, he, because he's a pure soul, he begins rotting because our bodies are imperfect. It talks about how his torso and abdomen swell because of gases forming inside of his body and stuff like that. And um, the next song is about how the only way to keep any part of him here is to, like, have a child. So this is where it gets a little not PC. (laughs) (laughs) So he stalks someone and... (laughs) Inserts his no. He stalks someone and he drugs her with GHB. <laughs> it literally says that. <laughs> so he takes her home. He impregnates her. It doesn't talk about rape. Like I didn't want that to, to be elaborate. The cent- yeah, I, I didn't want that to be the center of the song. It's sure. just something that happens. You know what I mean? More insinuated like, than yeah. It's more insinuated. Um, it talks about how he takes care of her. Talks about how he keeps her really hydrated, like through IV and stuff like that. And then it takes too long for her to have the child, and he cuts it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of waiting. Yeah, it is. You know, it says a. Uh, it's always hard for me to remember lyrics when I'm not actually like playing the song. It's like uh, nine months have come and gone. <sighs> It talks about how like nine months have come and gone, you know, um, circumstances have forced my hand. Um, and then it talks about uh, I grind at the womb with my blade. I say grind because my blade is dull. <laughs> That's yeah. sick. Yeah, dude. It, like, I I don't write a lot of like rhymes and stuff like that. I write Just very tell stories. Yes, I write very blunt. I write not super descriptive sometimes, but um, like that's how I like to write. Yeah. And then at the end of it, 
the girl has Stockholm syndrome and is in love with him and he's in love with her. And, um, she says, let me see him. He sounds so beautiful. And, uh, so here's a real story of the EP. So I did a lot of stuff in my life to feel like I could accomplish perfection in myself, drugs, alcohol, um, women, you know, all sorts of stuff. And I went through all of these horrible things and did all these horrible things to myself and just went through life. And then finally I met Candace and her son. And I knew that that's what I had to do in my life to become a better person. So I was rotting while walking and then I became a new, I didn't stalk her and drug her or anything like that, but you yeah, know, I, yeah. it's, it's death metal you got to make it death metal <laughs> so I, I fell in love spice it up a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. you can't just be like i love you so much girl <laughs> so um from hip to hip is about my son being born uriah um well i mean i have two sons but my biological son um whenever he was born um talks about how in the song it talks about how reaching in elbow deep elbow deep mm-hmm. they were literally reaching into her elbow deep and um, so I was very descriptive about it because I watched it. You know, I was telling you oh, earlier, I watched God, them flop her yeah. guts out. And the first thing, or one of the first things that Candace said whenever he was pulled out and he started crying was, he sounds so cute, let me see him. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, dude. So so it's all about that. Um, so that's the EP. So now it's a continuation of that. So the album is in two parts. It's about the father and about the son. So... It's about how he discovers that his body wasn't actually rotting. It's, it was his mind, and he was going crazy, and he just, like, was thinking all of this stuff. Yeah. And he, like, gets lost in just, like, how insane he is, and, like, he starts feeling like he wants to kill people again, and then he remembers, like, why he's here, and it's his son. Well, when he realizes that, that's the first song. The second song is... Um, I won't break it down into songs. I'll just tell the story. So once he realizes that, he goes into this crazy state where he starts having like open eye hallucinations about like the end of existence. Like he, everything's on, you know, everything's burning, and he sees a figure with death in his hands, and his breath smells like sulfur, and uh, <laughs> and he realizes it's his uh, it's his son, and he's and you know he he talks about he's like at first it was dread but now i've accepted i've accepted him as a a part of myself and he's the harbinger of the apocalypse then heaven gets involved because now that we've established that this is like a a child of supernatural existence and he's actually like the opposition Mm -hmm. so they call angels like the heavenly hosts and stuff like that so he starts sending they come they come for him but the father tries to defend the son, but they're not coming for his son directly. They come for him. And it talks about how they force themselves through his mouth and they take him over and they like, um, he tries to keep from doing it, but they are just completely in control. And um, they like force him. (laughs) (laughs) They force him to strangle his son and it's like it talks about how like he's watching it happen like he can't do anything about it and he says that they're they're choking him so hard that the skin is being forced through his fingers 
<laughs> that's descriptive yeah dude I'm, I'm telling you like i write really blunt <laughs> so um it talks about how it's done and they leave him they just gone and he's sitting there holding his lifeless son and he said but i can feel his heartbeat and it talks about how his wanting for life is stronger than even heaven's might and he pretty much like offers himself out to the universe to keep his son alive mm-hmm. so the end of the father story is what he gets because of that he becomes covered in sores and boils and they burst on his body and he like starts liquefying inside of himself and like he talks about how he throws up like this like velvety liquid and stuff and he just like dies in front of his son and then it progresses into his son realizes that all of it's just his dad feeding him this information that like he's supposed to be like the opposition, the nemesis, the great enemy. Mm-hmm. Like that's he, and he's sitting there thinking, he's like, man, um, do I want this? Is this really what I want in my life or whatnot? And he talks about how he's always known what he has to do. He's always known and it's always calling to him and it's always beckoning him and pulling him further down. So he kills himself. It's like, that's all I can do. That's all I can do to stop myself from either becoming this or right. forever being confused. So the next one's not really a song. It's more like a, a thing that represents what's going on. Um, it's like death and him being there. And you can hear people talking to him and saying, you're not supposed to be here yet. This isn't where you're supposed to be. Go mm-hmm. home. Go home. So he comes back to life and and um, talks about how the earth is welcoming to his weight and when he's stepping onto the ground, becoming this more focused person, and he's like, I have accepted my fate. This is what I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be the Leviathan. I'm supposed to be the beast, the Antichrist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was really having trouble writing for this album and like really like putting my mind on it. Um, and I was like, you know, I really should write about what I know. And my dad being a Southern Baptist pastor, it's like, I know a lot about that. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and I've always been like really fascinated by revelations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's all about um, the Antichrist. And the next one's going to be further into the story. And I figure on the third one, that's how I'll finish it. And I'll finish it then and I'll start another story. Yeah. That's wild, man. That's a, that's a, a, a tale. An adventure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that's, it's, it's like really exciting for me to do that, you know? Um, and that's why, you know, it's just going to be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting journey for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, my lyrics are so garbage. They've always, <laughs> they've always been garbage because I, I, I can write some decent stuff, but whenever it comes to writing lyrics, I feel like I'm so excited because the song is about done usually at that point. So I just want to get some lyrics or get some vocals done quick. I have the vocal melodies. I have vocal placement ready. I just don't have the words. So I just write a bunch of bullshit and put it down. And then later I'm thinking, why didn't I take more time on that and actually come up with something that made sense or had it, you know, reason. But I, so I haven't, I haven't done that in a while, but uh, I, I'm for this solo album that I'm starting. I don't know how many vocals I'm going to, or how much vocals I'm going to have on the album really. Mm-hmm in general, but I'm going to try to do something that makes more sense. <laughs> Take my time with it, you know? Well, I had one song that I, I wrote like that where I like had all the placement that I was going to do and I just, <laughs> I was reading it and I was like, mm, I'm just going to rewrite this. So I just rewrote it completely and had it re-recorded and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's not really. That's good though. Copacetic to what we're. Yeah. Is that, is that the right word for that? Copacetic. Is that the right word for that? I think so. I think so too. Isn't it? I don't know. I try to have a good vernacular, but I usually f it up. Vernacular. I hit my vascular is pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> My heartbeat is strong. (laughs) (laughs) Besides um, disregarding any ideologies and religions whatsoever, Mm -hmm. do you believe in any form of reincarnation? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so I won't ignore ideologies and stuff like that. But I told you to. Oh, I'm not going to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go against what you said. So (laughs) so, uh, I'm what you would call like pantheistic, I guess. You would say, I think that um, God is a part of everything. And in that, I think that everything just kind of rotates into itself. So, actually, you're going to (laughs) laugh. I just did. (laughs) Yeah, you're already laughing and I haven't even started it. I started believing in reincarnation because of a Disney movie. (laughs) Which one is that? Um, It might have been, I think it was Disney. The Great Panda Escape. Oh, I don't... It was years and years ago, and it was when I was a kid, and this is like when I developed it. I was like, boom, that makes so much sense. Yeah. We're talking about reincarnation and that, and this guy is explaining it to this kid, and he goes, well, if if reincarnation doesn't exist, well, I would just pour this glass of water out, and the water would disappear, but the water doesn't disappear. It just goes to a different container. Mm. Blew my mind. I was like, (laughs) oh my God. I was like, I mean, because like literally all we are is just like electronic pulses through like this bag of wrinkles. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. We're just an overgrown sperm. Yeah. So like, where does the electricity go? Where does does the energy go? to the earth. No, it just goes somewhere else. And then up into someone's foot. (laughs) Well, I always, I always thought it'd be, it was always interesting to think about like we don't have a soul until we take our first breath. Okay. You know, like, what if there's something waiting for you out there? Like, <gasps> see, that's that's kind of what I thought uh, for a minute. It's like there's souls, or I don't even want to say souls, just some sort of like essence, some aura, some uh, aura. ball of something that's floating around in like a lottery container thing, like this <laughs> ever ever rolling ball. And now then, calling B twelve. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you just get it's this. This you're this ball that goes into the next breath of life, you know, somewhere. But I think also a lot of that has to do with what you did before. You know what I mean? I think the highest level of, of existence that you could, <laughs> I think the highest level existence that you can obtain on this earth is a tree. It's like you come back as a tree. You just exist forever. You've, yeah, you've just been. In, you've seen it all. Yeah, you've seen it all. It's time to just relax and mm-hmm. get cut down by some lumberjack, some jackass. serial killer, some redneck. This tree in my way. <laughs> I can't see them. This tree's ruining my view. <laughs> you say no. Yeah. <laughs> you just come back with another one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many ever years later? Yeah, exactly. You get <laughs> You're in the lottery. Soaked, soaked back in. Exactly. <laughs> see, that's kind of what I was thinking, though. If if that's the case, if you know. You just happen to float up somewhere in the clouds or whatever, and then you're back in the lottery ball, and who knows when you get picked again. You might be born into the 3,000s somewhere, or maybe it's connected to the other dimensions and time. time All interconnected. Too. Yeah. Like, like a spider web. I, I think, I seriously 
think that we have a collective consciousness in that same sense yeah. where we can connect somehow. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's um what is it called? Um cephalic carnage said we're all absorbers of the planet Earth. You know what I yeah. mean? Um the great eye. What is it um Young is that, is that his name? Young Ming. Young uh, Yao Ming. There's this guy who does a lot of psychedelics, <laughs> and he talks about that stuff. Mm. And I used to I used to read a lot of his, um, you know, writings a long time ago when I was like 19. But I've done a lot of drugs since then, so I can't recall. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier about parts of your brain that you don't use, and that's what I was thinking. I've mentioned that in another podcast too, where maybe the the part of our brain that we don't use, we don't utilize, or whatever is has something to do with maybe some sort of telepathy or com- being able to communicate with somebody. You would have to awaken that part of your brain and know how to exercise and use it. And that would give you that extra sense to connect with someone that, like maybe even just like a close distance. You have to be within a certain distance and you have to both agree that, you know, somehow in your head that this is okay. We are able to make this transference of information, <coughs> communicate with one another besides vocally. So I think um, telepathy doesn't necessarily exist whenever you're tripping and stuff, but I think that we have a hyper sense of visual cues. Mm-hmm. Like um, people with certain uh, behavioral and mental disorders and stuff like that have like this heightened sense of body language and you know visual cues and stuff like that i think you kind of get the same thing whenever you're tripping you know everything's a lot more apparent everything's a lot fluid more fluid too so maybe you can like like movements are exaggerated to a point or slowed down where you understand them exactly because like i you know i've had points in time where i would be you know tripping on some substance or whatever and i felt like i could feel or hear how someone was thinking or like like um, um, sex on hallucinogenics is really crazy because like I felt like I could that there was there's something there that I'm molding and controlling you know what I mean like it's just like a different level of like mental connection mm-hmm. so it's like I, I think te- telepathy maybe just because you know once again we're electronic impulses and what happens to electricity when you have another point of electricity it arcs right right so like why couldn't that Yeah, happen? like a magnetic field of some yeah, sort. You know, once it, you're in contact you feel that you feel that resistance or the ex- the draw. Exactly. You know, and you could have that with another person, I guess, too. Like if you're both woke <laughs> in your brain <laughs> well, to it, that sense. And you know, if you look at a brain activity when it's on like L S D or mushrooms or something like that, it's like crazy with activity. So you're mm-hmm. like buzzing in your head, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like if they're buzzing too you Yeah. Know, yeah. And I don't know how what, I don't know what dreams are like, or I feel like when you're having a sleep study or, you know, kind of a thing, I don't know if that's, if you're using different parts of your brain, like if you're in REM, your REM cycle and you're dreaming, you know, like maybe even lucid dreaming or something, your parts of your brain are firing that you normally wouldn't, that normally wouldn't fire when you're awake. Well, I mean, when you're dreaming, you're shooting DMT into your brain, right? Like through your pineal Mm -hmm. gland. Mm -hmm. Like that's what that is. So I'm, I mean... I don't know, how do you do that when you're awake? How do you do that otherwise? And well, what activates that? What what tells your 
brain to do that. Like, I mean, I, I used to lucid dream, like, at will. Um, I used to... Do it right now. Oh, well. <laughs> Pause. Used... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I used to wear headphones that would have a drone. Oh, okay. Like, mm, mm-hmm. And I would have two computer screens, much like that, and they would flash different colors. And I would take, like, melatonin or something to force my body into sleep, but have something keeping me awake and in existence at the same time. That's intense. Yeah. And like I I might have an anxiety attack. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I don't know how I did. I think I have mild epilepsy. I'm not joking. Really? I get sensitive. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to pass out, but uh, mainly on the uh, highway, just on a road with trees when the sun is barreling through into it, like the middle of the trees, like it's a strobe hitting, hitting my, my face. I have to look away. I feel like I'm about to, maybe blackout or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a weird feeling. I get it sometimes. Uh, not really it shows with strobes, but it's uncomfortable. But I, there's issues. There's there's moments like that where I feel like I I might pass out if something continues or gets worse. Yeah. You, you know? know. Um, the rail used to be really bad at this, but I saw it at Gas Monkey on Friday is when they strobe red and blue. When they strobe red and blue, I am thinking to myself, I am about to have a seizure. This is about to happen. I know it. I feel it. I can feel my body about to shut down. That's crazy. <laughs> and I have to just like close my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it makes me f- like feel nauseous. Right. That's weird. Yeah. Someone told me one time it was due to the brain understanding that red and blue lights are threatening. Could be. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. It's kind of weird, right? It is weird. Our neuro net. Because if we didn't know what police were, I wonder if that would still mean anything. Probably not. Because we wouldn't have, we wouldn't associate it with, I mean, what other red and blue lights, like, signal danger? I mean, red lights, sure. If, like, flashing red lights and mm-hmm. symbols, you know, sim- does danger because red is a very, like, vibrant color and it's yeah. what we use for that. But red and blue put together, the only other thing I think of is, like, 3D glasses. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's a different kind of view there yeah but yeah I think AI is dangerous <laughs> <laughs> it is dangerous it is dangerous <laughs> we just can't so be all willy nilly with it we can't but back to that chick Whitney Cummings with her doll oh yeah 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 with her thing 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 on that podcast <laughs> they were talking about um, things that people forget when they make Robots, or they're working on artificial intelligence. You might forget this one little thing that ends up causing the robot to do something damaging because you didn't consider this. Because a normal person thinks this mm-hmm. out of morality, but they don't have morality. So it's just they just do something that could be harmful to something or someone. And I think one of the examples was telling the robot to jump on a table. Maybe it wasn't jump, it was get on the table. Yeah. So you jump on the table or get on the table. Well, the easiest thing for this robot to do, because it can't jump or something, is to smash the table and then step on top of the table. Like, well, we didn't didn't think that was going to happen. You know? Oh, man. So little things like that that you might forget or not think about could be devastating if you give something that much power. By giving it that power, you give everyone this amount of convenience. But you have forgotten this. Now everyone is potentially in danger because it could, I don't know. I feel like it could completely get uh, where you can't control it. I, I mean, It's too smart. You know, I was sitting here thinking and I was like, how could you even avoid that? And 
I was like, give them jelly bodies. But you were like, make them powerful so that they have this kind of convenience. And it's like, man, that's it, right? Convenience. Yeah, convenience Con- is everyone and, agrees to convenience. Yeah, everybody. I mean, who doesn't want to just like uh, have something else wash their dishes or do their laundry or walk their... Well, actually, you know, some people enjoy walking their dogs and stuff. Yeah. But... Um, you know, just just little things that we feel take you know a long time. I would love to have a robot hold a bucket while I pee and play video games at the same time, so I don't have to walk to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, hook this tube up to my pee pee yeah, and no, let me urinate. No, no, I'll just sit on a chair specially made for me that has like a cup right here. I don't have to move. I don't have to get up. I just like literally just drain just, it out. Just drain it out. <laughs> I defecate, and then it comes up, and it <laughs> and it. Gets the bucket and dumps it where it I needs feel, to go. I'm, I'm picturing this in my head, but not you. But I'm picturing a 400 pound person, and they have like a headset on with milkshakes and like the straw into their mouth, and it's just like a never ending cycle of drainage and consumption. Yeah, <laughs> and and like they have virtual goggles. reality yeah. on their head, and they're just like yeah. this guy with like eight pack abs, and yeah, like, and he's like banging on these chicks, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, and he's it's just like stinky, smelly, 400 pounds. Um, have you watched the new season of uh, Black Mirror? I think I just saw the first episode with the video game. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly yeah. like that. Oh my god, like, that was that was weird. Yeah, I was, I was like, Candace, all right, I've got to ask you this question: Is it gay? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, no, because it's a guy and a girl. Yes, because it's two friends. I mean, like yeah, it, it, it's yeah. like it's it's weird. I mean, you know, whatever. And the other question I I, I want to ask is at because he asks him what are the orgasms like and he's like oh it's like getting on top of a mountain and blah 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 why didn't they switch roles ever yeah yeah and then later he says something along the lines of you know i i've tried it with other people and it's not the same (laughs) even with the even with the polar bear character yeah yeah i tried 24 people gang bangs i was like what It's just not the same. Yeah, it's just not the same. It's not you, man. <laughs> one man, one girl body. <laughs> one polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> one polar bear and 24 other people. <laughs> Two gay guys. Yeah. But they're not really gay. They're just two guys that want to have sex in a video game. <laughs> And like they yeah, meet I, each other and they like kiss and they're like nope nothing yeah and then it's something how do you kind of. like how do you exist and then like he lets his wife go off and have sex with people in real life I'd be like hold on there's a big difference like there's a big <laughs> difference like I'm not gonna come home with an STD there, yeah that's, or get pregnant from somebody really else weird episode yeah you've seen the rest of them um there was one that I just stopped watching because it was boring as f and then oh. um. The other one was okay. It like had Miley Cyrus in it. It was all right. Well, yeah, I did see that one. You I liked that. that one. Yeah, I mean, it. it she sounds to me. Concept. It sounded like Lady Gaga more than Miley Cyrus. Yeah, it was I just thought her Miley voice. Cyrus. No, I'm just saying the voice. Yeah. Like it's. I felt like she was going for more of that necessarily. I, I, I did get annoyed that it was a Nine Inch Nails song, over and over and over and over yeah. again and people were like that song was so cool like literally I saw people talking about how that song was so cool and they wish it was a real song on Facebook and I'm like you are really young whenever I saw it being talked about first before I saw the actual episode I thought that she legitimately or they legitimately stole the song 
until the end and i was like oh it's part of it okay i get it now i uh i thought what a ripoff i I won't i won't say who it was because they'll probably they they might listen to this podcast i don't want to call them out like that because they're related to me but uh i remember whenever johnny cash put out hurt his his you know cover of it she was like you know he just wrote that song and it's just so deep God, you are way younger than me. It's <laughs> like Johnny Cash's original song, Hurt. Oh, no. no. Which one would that be? Yeah. Is that different from the cover? <laughs> <laughs> when did he come out with that one? Oh, oh you know, on his last album ever. Oh, the cover album. Yeah. Where all of his songs all were covers. covers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying, man, Between the Buried and Me wrote a song called Battery. <laughs> No, Blackened. That's the one that they did. And Bicycle? Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> just... That whole album was just so great. What is it called? The Anatomy Of? I don't know what it is, but the, all the songs sound so familiar. Yeah. I, I feel like I've heard them on the radio before. <laughs> they know... They really know how to write stuff. <laughs> exactly. It's just so catchy. Yeah. They should be on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> you know my question? Why didn't they put any of those covers on the radio? I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of theirs. Really? I'm just going to be honest. I, 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 I'm not even going to say that because I don't like something. I just don't... I was never really put in a position to listen to a lot of their stuff. And then once I did, I liked so much more at the time that I guess I just couldn't help myself to compare. And I thought, I, I kind of like what I'm listening to more than this. <laughs> Which sounds stupid, but I don't know. I've, I've tried several times and I just... I don't know. It doesn't really stick. Well, when I was like 18 and 19, I got like super into, you know, because like I said earlier, I got into Meshuga when I was young mm-hmm. and um, that kind of put me on this like path of liking a lot of like mathy stuff. Like I was a really big fan of like Psyopus and Ion Dissonance is one of my favorite bands ever. Um, Behold the Octopus. I don't know if you've ever heard of those guys. A lot of people rate them as like the worst band of all time. Like literally, they they got that title. Like what boom. about what about that Dillinger band? Yeah, I. You know what? I I I like when I hear them, I like them, but I never really listened to them, which is strange. You know, I liked a lot of Vale Maya's earlier stuff. Man, that's some um, weird stuff too. Yeah, like I remember when their first CD came out. Like I discovered that via MySpace Music, which is something I really miss. So. When they came around, it was kind of like easy for me to get into them because I was already into that kind of stuff, and just like really mathy. And they incorporated like soft vocals into them because, like, you know, somebody will probably correct me because I'm probably wrong. But they came out around the same time as this band called uh, Genghis Tron, and um, I think that's when Silent Circus came out, which isn't their first album. So they probably didn't come out around the same time. But Silent Circus was the first one that. Um, I listen to and it's still my favorite one but they were were really easy to kind of fall into for me Hmm. okay because I like a lot of chaotic stuff yeah I don't yeah I like a little more organization like I said even with Scar Symmetry you know me saying that earlier that it was just it just seemed like it was too busy too much you know yeah and listen to it now and it's I mean it's fairly straightforward yeah but at the time I wasn't used to stuff like that it's just overload you know yeah yeah so many different clean vocals and heavy vocals and guitar harmonies and the drums. I wasn't used to listening to drums. You know, there's not a lot of blast beats or anything, but still there's just a lot of fast drums and fills and just a lot to take in for someone who's jamming the Black Album. Or Yeah. 
well, whenever I got into Ion Dissonance, um, their album Solace, or I can't remember if Breathing is Irrelevant was out then or not, but Solace had, was like their thing. That was like their thing that they were promoting at that time. And um, there is no rhyme or reason to that album. Like, there's there's a couple riffs where it's like oh yeah all right cool and then it's just back to, back to good luck headbanging to this where you're sitting there asking yourself how the drummer remembers that stuff yeah <laughs> you know and then like I I, I like straightforward stuff because like you can bang your head to it you can mosh to it but like my real love is just in like absolute chaos like cephalic carnage and all that I love it like some surreption. I feel like a lot of those riffs oh, are very. Oh man, like, I can't. I can't follow. Yeah, I can't. I love it, but I can't follow it, and it makes me. Ah, I gotta go listen to something I can bang my head to. Yeah, the Kevin Birth has a lot of stuff like that too. They're really, they're really good techie death metal as well. Yeah, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoy that stuff. It's like, I definitely appreciate it. I just can't jam it as much because I want to. I don't know. I just can't sink my teeth you, into it. It's you, like I can't hold it. I can't grab it. It's all over the place. You, you know? would hate Behold the Octopus. As a matter of fact, yeah. after this, we're going to listen to the song. Because octopus, because it goes in eight different directions at once? I don't know. It's not even an octopus. It's Arctopus. Arc. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Arctopus. They, so they went from being featured on Guitar World. Like when one of their albums came out, they were like on a Guitar World CD. I was like, oh man, they're big business. And everybody hated them <laughs> because there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just a whole bunch of like random stuff thrown in. It's very musician's music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you can't appreciate music, you will not like them mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And I like to pride myself on like listening to a lot of different kinds of music as well. So they kind of like fit into that niche for me. Mm-hmm. My my go tos like when I'm feeling random is I like to listen to um, explosions in the sky. They're actually one of my favorite go tos. They're excellent. If you've ever heard of them, you should check them mm-hmm. out. They're like I've heard the name. I they're very indie instrumental. Okay. And um, them, um, I listen to a lot of leftover crack. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a band? Yeah. <laughs> a you band. just listen to Leftover They're, Crack on the back porch. What is this? It's Leftover actually kind crack. of funny. They kind of like have reggae spots in their music. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But they're like uh, like crust scum punk. Like, it's disgusting. It's, Anything it's, that's that's labeled a crust, it makes me want to just take a shower. Peel it off and eat the white and part. listen to it. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that's sick. I meant bread, but I mean, if your mind went there... <laughs> Uh, my mind just went to skin in general, just crust. You just, and hear, gross. You just hear you just hear this sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know when someone's talking to you with like really bad cotton mouth, and every time they open their mouth, you hear meow. Them them yelling somebody. Well, man, that really nifty. <laughs> That's disgusting. Got me water. <laughs> Do need water? Where's the water? Oh my god! I don't have water anymore for my guests. <laughs> you have bang. I have a bang. So <laughs> I was watching Dry. somebody talk one time. Oh man, it was at like a seminar I went to, and they had such bad cotton mouth. And I remember it's I was like, like gathering in the corners. Of the <laughs> yes, and I'm like, why? <laughs> it was like this person who has like millions of dollars too. They're like, I make so much money doing this, and they're just like, <laughs> it's like, but I can't afford water. God. <laughs> 
can you hydrate, please, for the sake of everybody Just here? Somebody throws him a bottle of water. <laughs> it was making me nauseous. I was like, head. oh my god. <laughs> I can feel how dry this person's mouth is. <laughs> you get a water gun and just shoot a little water into the mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they're just like, and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to assassinate him. I'm trying to <coughs> hydrate. Yeah, I was trying to help him. <laughs> God, it sounded terrible. It sounded like the Sahara in his palate. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like he's chewing on sand. Okay, so here's my question to you then. So when you have cotton mouth, you get a little white. It's like, you know, foamy stuff. What is it that old people have gathering in the corner of their mouth that, like, almost, like, balls up? It's probably their life. (laughs) (laughs) It just falls out their mouth. Like, each day goes by and just a little bit goes further. (laughs) Physically vacating the body. (laughs) There goes a week. Oh, it's tomorrow. (laughs) Death comes for me. Uh, old people are gross. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that. I only say that because I know I'm going to be an old people one day, and I'm going to be gross probably, <laughs> and that sucks. Because what the hell are you going to do about it? You can't do a whole lot. I know my attitude would be like, I'm fucking old. I don't care. <laughs> I wear a diaper. <laughs> Change my diaper. <laughs> Did you know that? The place where herpes is spread the most Ew. are retirement homes. Did you know that? I guess because you have it forever. No, because you... they just like all have sex there. Oh. Apparently there's like old people orgies that go on there. I I, I cannot remember who told me this, but it's somebody who works in like old, old people homes and stuff just like walk that. walk in on a... Whoa! I mean, what else do you do there? I can't do anything, but my penis gets hard. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like a, a, an event to celebrate. Like, yeah. guys, oh it's hard today. Susan. <laughs> come. <laughs> Whoever wants some, come get some. Oh, wait. No, they're old people. <laughs> so the, Ingrid. Yeah. <laughs> Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dolores. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Uh, is that a fever road, blister? Road Trip, that movie? When they visited oh, I mean, the old, movie. old couple, and the guy gets up and he has a boner. He was watching some like bikini sh- commercial or something. Oh, my God, I don't know. And he gets over and like knocks it o- knocks something <laughs> over. But she's like, oh, yup. the wife, she's like, you're a boner. And he's like, what do you want me to do, cut it off? <laughs> I'm old, and it's here. Dude, but think about that though. You go into an old folks' home. You're like, "Oh man, this is gonna suck." And then, like, when the <laughs> lights go out, everybody's shuffling around in their slippers. They're like, "Hey, <laughs> who's getting dirty tonight?" <laughs> it only smells in, like chicken broth in here because we have to cover the smell of sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Pardon me a moment. I have to blow my nose. Oh my god! This is a new roll of to- toilet paper. <laughs> Do you know anybody that says toilet? No, but the one that gets me is wash. What? <laughs> you need a glass of water. You need to go wash something. What about a pillow? Oh, pillow? Yeah, like how do you say how do you say tour? Tour? Yeah. Tour. Yeah, tour. Tour. I like really pronounce the ooh tour. Tour. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I can't I say like it my any mouth other way. Would have to move a lot weirder. Tour. 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 To our. <laughs> Once we go on to our. Go to the different place. We are go on to our. We are on let to our. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I was on to our. 
I I have an idea for you, and Candace is going to probably be like, "Why are you telling my people all your good ideas?" Don't I've got a right. lot of them. I'm going to because this one's really good, and it probably won't ever see the light of day with me. And if somebody can produce it, great. Let's do it. Yeah. So, um, bad Russian porno. <clears throat> oh, like don't actually have porno, but like, like knocks on the door and the chick opens it. And he's like in a plumber's outfit, and he's like, you know, looking like he's about to have sex. He's like, hello, I am here to how you say clean your pipes. <laughs> here to fix the plumbing. Yeah, we are going to say how you fornicate. Plumbing, plumbing. I'd like you to put my penis in your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think of the uh, uh, what's his face from the Minions. Like, you're a pretty girl. <laughs> Very pretty girl. girl. Yeah. Oh, girl. It's like, have you seen the... the uh, oh <laughs> have you seen the one where he's got a twin? Yeah, yeah. Girl! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I See, I I love impressions. I, I love them so much. That's that's a whole other podcast Dude, that it, I want to do. It's <laughs> just voices oh and boy. stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> boy. it's like it's like i get stage fright when i'm (coughs) when i want to sit down and do it i I can't force myself to do it it has to be a little bit more natural yeah yeah yeah. all natural so (laughs) grass-fed grass-fed so i am like really good at smeagol impressions gollum I could do it on command. I actually got into a competition with a friend of mine. Really? Yeah. He was like, I do it really good too. And oh. he was actually very, very good at it. I, okay. I well, couldn't even argue. Let's do it then. Because <clears throat> I think I'm, I'm okay at it. Oh, yeah. So what do we... Uh, Gollum is the <laughs> nasty one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So how about quotes? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I'm totally down for this. Gollum this quotes. Is, this is happening. We swells. <laughs> we swells to serve the master of the precious. We will swear on the on the precious. <laughs> now the sun burns us. What a torturous precious. <laughs> we swear to serve the master of the precious. Yeah, that's what you did. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's it. You swore, you swore on the precious. Smeagol promised. Smeagol lied. Yeah. <laughs> all dead, all rotten, elves and men and orcs. A great battle long ago. The dead marshes. Yes, that is their name. <laughs> Master betrayed us. Wicked, tricksy force. We are dreamers, fake little nut. <laughs> Fat hermit! He <laughs> stole that from us! Beckons! Master should be resting! Master needs to keep up his strength! <laughs> Mustn't ask us! Mustn't answer! What's to those brushes? What's to those brushes? so good! <laughs> Did you see him on uh, that talk show? Late night talk show where he was reading Trump tweets <laughs> in the voice. Oh no! That's it was so good, it was though. just like two tweets, but it was really good, <laughs> really good. <laughs> he he also did one for the Prime Minister of um, the, of uh, Britain or oh, okay. England. I didn't see that. Yeah, 
really good. <laughs> I mean, you could pretty much read anything. <laughs> of course, it would be good. I'm sure that guy has such a like. He's such a character, man. You yeah. know, he was the. He was um. You know, Planet of the Apes, yeah. Guy, but his name I is. I have not seen a single one of those remakes or whatever. Really, the, yeah. the, the remakes None of them. The remakes are really good, actually. I really like them a lot. I just I don't remember hearing anything that great or that Caesar. bad, honestly. So yeah, Caesar, that's his name. I okay. could I could not remember, but yeah, it was, it was really good. <clears throat> and then um, he was a bad guy in a movie I watched, where he was actually like himself, like. Him in his like not CGI right. form. I'm trying to think because I've I want to say I've seen something too recently, or maybe I saw that he was in something. I didn't actually see the movie. It was an action movie, and I was like, oh shit, that's Gollum. He'll never be anything else. <laughs> that's Gollum. Yeah, just like Thor. We talked about that before. It's like, oh, that's Thor. <clears throat> Fat Thor. Like, no, that's that's not his name. <laughs> no, he's Thor. <laughs> no matter what he's in now, that's Thor. Oh yeah, I don't even know his. Chris Hemingsworth? Yes. Oh, I do know his name. I'm a liar now. You've messed it up real good. Damn it. But yeah, totally Thor. And then... uh, Iron Man. What's his name? will forever be called... Oh, you don't know anything because you haven't watched Game of Thrones. That's right. Yeah, Dragon Boy. (laughs) No, there's um, the guy who played Aquaman. Uh, He was... What's his face? Called Rogo. Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa. Yeah. He's got like 10 kids. He's, uh, that is too many. He seems like a cool dude. <laughs> I, I've actually heard he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like he's just does not give a but shit about... But he has about, way too many kids. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> like, many kids. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I do want more kids. You know, um, like four. Not four more. <gasps> not four more. Like four total. Like yeah. four total. And then like... It's a whole team. And I then like I might just like snip myself. I don't know. Like I might just get fixed. So I'm still shooting, but I'm just shooting blanks. There's no swimmers. Probably the good idea. Probably a good idea. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a new song. No, I was sitting here like thinking of whether or not I should go down the road of this story I was about to tell because I know Candace is going to listen to this podcast. Um, but I totally co- told Candace when I got her pregnant. I totally told her. I was like, "You're pregnant." <laughs> <laughs> and now you're pregnant. Three months later, we found out she was pregnant. <laughs> I was like, told you. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> no, actually, I was really excited. No, we, were okay, like, we were like That's trying. Good. That's good. Well, trying, not trying. Like, I don't know. You, it was weren't, kind of a you cool. weren't not trying, maybe? Well, I, you know, I want to say that it's, you know, half consciously and subconsciously we were, but like outwardly we were kind of like, no, oh, well, you know, we'll see what happens. If, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I pull out game week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much. I'm sorry, Candace. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe the rest. Yeah, they're like <laughs> sitting there, like <laughs> don't come at me. And I'm like, okay, I'll pull it out, pull it out, and be like, where's it at? Ah, oh, damn it! I did it again. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Whoopsies! Oh my god. <laughs> it's like um, but yeah. That's too many kids, man. Seven that is a lot of kids, man. Dude. I don't. Uh, my my parents asked me about one kid. When are we gonna have a kid? When are you gonna have a grandbaby? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's not on my priority list, and I can't afford anything for myself. 
Yeah, that's how I was I'm, too, and then I had kids, and it's just well, I mean, you, that much you make worse. It, yeah, I mean, you do what you got to do. It's like yeah. your car breaks down, you got to get a new car. I don't can't afford a new car, but you make it work. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I understand that. that. But you're dealing with another life. You have to do something and not throw <laughs> it in a fucking trash can like some people do. Yeah, gross. <sighs> I um anyway, I worked um, with this lady or this, this 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 chick. She was a little bit older than me. She was like in her you know late thirties. And I was like, how many kids do you have? She's like, I have nine kids. Oh my God, why? She's like, oh, I didn't want to. She's like, I had five. And then um, she got a hysterectomy. She had another one. Um, I'm like, okay, it's just a fluke. Had another one. Then then her dude got fixed. Had another one. What? Yes. She had to literally like just like get her stuff Ticket. Like, take, oh, take it she out. didn't have a hysterectomy. She had her tubes tied, and she kept on getting pregnant. And then she right. had a hysterectomy where they actually take it out. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then she stopped having kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was gonna say she was meant to have children. Yeah. These kids are, have to be something. Yeah, you are revolutionary. You are like the final destination of having babies. It's just gonna happen. <laughs> That's the kind of person you want to send to uh, Mars or wherever else that can that can help populate. <laughs> That is such a good point, though. Like super fertile. Yeah, people. like like your eggs are like coming out in droves. Like, <laughs> yeah. My mom was telling me about this lady. She knows she had one baby, and then she had twins, and then she had triplets. And I was like, "Tell her to stop. Yeah, save <laughs> it for the next planet. Yeah, save some babies <laughs> for the yeah. It's a, whenever you get to eight, we're gonna send you off somewhere. I mean, because we don't have any room here. We're done. Yeah, no, no. We're, I don't think we're gonna be able to do Mars though. I think we've already been to Mars, and it was unsafe to live and everybody died and then uh we went to earth (laughs) what if what if what if we aren't the first people to become like we are now and technology was far advanced oh i believe that like i've heard that recently i totally believe that like something bad happened an event happened that wiped everything out or or maybe not the entire civilization was that advanced but there was an advanced civilization in this world well you know it's like that what is what got wiped out and it never got to carry on so you start from zero again yeah and, you know it's like the theory of the anunnaki like aliens came here and they like made us and stuff like that mm-hmm. just, just kind of like be slaves and we you know rose up or like whatever experiment or something um, yeah yeah you know the egyptian gods and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know what if we had because there's a lot of unexplained things like that that one rock that's completely square that has like saw blade marks in the side of it or whatever have you seen that yes yeah like you know things like that what if like we were super advanced, and then they took it all. Yeah, they're yeah. like, all right, well, fend for yourselves. Now you guys got to make spears out of rocks and sticks. Or they, yeah, or they were just here and they helped do something, and then we observed what they were using, and then tried to replicate, you know, some of that with what we had, which is fucking dirt and rocks and sticks. You yeah. Know? But then you just keep on thinking about what you can <clears throat> come up with and come up with, and then. Well, yeah, you know, slowly but surely. I think it was the... We're still not there. The Mayans <laughs> or the Aztecs or something like that had, like, batteries and light bulbs. Oh. I don't know if they had light bulbs, but I know they had batteries, like, things that generated electricity, and mm-hmm. they, like, used them. So, isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah. Man. What is it they say? There's nothing new under the sun? Who says that? Everyone. Who's they? <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. It's one of those, you know phrases like uh nothing new under the sun this too shall pass you know uh-huh. one of those things that just people sounds like you've never been in a cave there's all sorts of shit you've never seen and the sun hasn't touched <laughs> maybe it has all right 
There's like some subterranean. Maybe about 80,000 million, billion, trillion years ago or something. I don't know. Doesn't that suck though? Do we've, you think? We've like literally seen every inch of the surface of the planet of the earth. Yeah. There's like nothing I mean, new to discover in that aspect. Well, except, except for the oceans. The oceans of Like underneath it? Well, the bottom of them. And I don't think we've explored. I, I think we it's, haven't explored. It's like, it's like only 30% per, yeah, that we've explored. Yeah, a small percentage. So, I mean, there's there's all sorts of huge things out there, I bet. So, this album that was actually originally going to be about... Um, oh, that's what I was thinking about when you told me before. Yeah. The concept that you yeah, had. Yeah, it was originally about to... It was supposed to be about this, like, hyper-intelligent octopod species that um, lived around the thermal vents at the bottom of the ocean, and, like, they fed on... It talked about how they... And when I was writing, it talked about how they eat like um, hoff crabs and stuff like that, and they use tools. And like we we killed them, or we brought them here, and they died. And we like dissected them, trying to figure out like how they existed, like where they come from, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And when we go to drill down in there to find that them, we find their civilization, and then they come up here and they take over. <laughs> They're like, it feels pretty good up here. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah, fuck hoff crabs. Yeah, we could have like. Steak, human, <laughs> yeah, human. And we're like, no, 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 cows, eat those, eat those. They don't. They didn't speak English though. Talk oh, about how well. they communicated by scratching and clicking their beaks. Ew. Yeah, that means you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> Kill. Only <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, have eight limbs, right? They also true um, octo octo octopi osses odds. Octopodosses. They, they also had like um, bioweapons, like um, okay, poisonous spears that they shot out, kind of like cuttlefish. They charge with the energy of the inner earth. Mm-hmm. Liquid hot magma. Well, well, like, have you ever seen a cuttlefish eat? No. They've got this thing that they shoot out, and it goes, Whoop! and it sticks to the fish, and then they bring it in and they eat it. Yeah. So they. Had, I have seen that. They I had just, that, and then they also had like the think active of what that camouflage. Looks like. Isn't that kind of a chunky, chunky boy? Yeah, they like swim like this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like angled down. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> hey, I'm a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm new to the I'm, neighborhood. <laughs> I'm a friend. I'm not gonna. <laughs> 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 Done. Okay. Look at me. I'm not hiding anything. You can see all my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even have a mouth. Yeah. There's no way I can <laughs> eat you. <laughs> don't mind me. I'm not strange because I have blue blood. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Blue blood? Yeah, they have blue blood. They all have blue blood, right? No. Isn't that how it's supposed to work? Isn't it blue until it... No. It's It's always red. Oxygen? It's always red. (laughs) I feel like that was was something that was told before. Well, they used it to differentiate the systems whenever, you know, you're looking at like a map of all of our, mm-hmm. you know, veins and stuff Inner like that. workings. Yeah, because, you, know, you know, one set of veins does go out and one Correct. goes in. Yeah, so the, yeah. They, it was just a so it's color less representation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not like, all right, which does which? Maybe I'm, I'm, I have to be thinking about like an animal or something, something specific that has blue blood, but if it's oxygen, it turns red. I don't know. I think octopod blood just stays blue. Maybe it was a movie. Maybe it was a magazine. Maybe it was a dream. <laughs> Either way, it's embedded in my head somewhere. It's there. It yeah. exists. Yeah, I just pulled it out of my filing cabinet in my head. Blue blood. That's, that's you going through the files. Found it. <laughs> extra, extra. 
<laughs> Read all about it. There's no but, blue blood. <laughs> blood turns blue until it hits the air. <laughs> I, I like doing Manhattan or like New Yorker stuff. Yeah, I've I've got I've New York, New been York. doing this phrase the last few days. Uh, dick tissue. <laughs> dick tissue. <laughs> you know, I just want to show you my dick tissue. <laughs> That's gross. I know. I don't know. I started doing it at band practice earlier this week, and I don't know what what happened. It just just came to that. Something. I'm we, walking over here. You know, can't you see my dick tissue? I'm playing over here. <laughs> Stepping on my cable. There was something that we we did. I forgot where who picked it up from where. But it was. Have you seen my new watch? Oh, um, Terry, Terry from Reno nine one one. Oh, what is it? Nick Swartzen? Is that what it is? Yeah, Nick Swartzen. And he put he put his dick over it. Yeah. See my new watch. <laughs> the guy got angry and he's like, "Oh no, look at my watch. <laughs> you should show my boyfriend." He's like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay." the way he does that he's like okay he's just like waddling like acting like his dick's on his watch I used to do things like I I used to do stupid stuff like that I'd like wad my like scrotum sack up and like have it hanging out my pants a little bit and be like oh I got gum on my pants oh yeah yeah I remember that one (laughs) yeah or I'd just hang them out and be like look a bullfrog (laughs) how did those get there (laughs) there was somebody that we used to work with that was taking lunch it's on a job site. I guess the building was almost finished and there was rolls of carpet in there. So he, I think he was like sitting on one of the rolls of carpet in this room, dark, but he never wore underwear and he had holes in his pants. Oh my God. So he, the story goes, I was sitting in this room and I have a hole in my crotch and he said, I noticed my balls were starting to come out a little bit. So I went ahead and pulled them out and then like, suck them back in using your core muscles like suck suck them back up like the one that flexes your butthole and your wiener (laughs) those muscles male kegels yeah yeah so he said he did that a couple times and then after you know like the third time that he did that he looked up and (laughs) realized someone else was in oh my god (laughs) (laughs) he said the guy had this look on his face like what the fuck are you doing so I have Two stories to counter that. Oh First God. story is I was working on a construction site one time and I was like laying down because I was done with my portion of the job and I was laying down and I had my legs like, you know, my knees up, mm-hmm. kind of like out. And these guys walk by and they're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Turns out I didn't wear underwear either and I didn't know it, but I was just hanging out of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Second story. I go into Guitar Center to buy my didgeridoo. And I'm walking through, and I'm wearing these pajama pants, and I'm like, it's just how I used to go around. I just wore pajama pants everywhere. I didn't give a fuck. So I walk in, and I'm like talking. I buy the didgeridoo, you know, whatever, whatever. And like, it was in the drum department where this was. And the the guy was like holding a pair of sticks, and there were the demo sticks. I was like, hey man, do you mind if I like get those demo sticks to like um, play the drums over here? You know, like to do that before I leave, just like to you know fuck around. He's like, cool man, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks down at the drumsticks, and he looks up at me. He goes, he goes. Hey, dude, your dick's hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I go, what? Oh, <laughs> that one. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, I don't need those sticks anymore. I need to leave. The question <laughs> is, though, how long was my dick out? <laughs> like, how long? How long was I in that predicament and had no idea? Like, <laughs> like look, mom. 
Oh, avert your eyes, sweetheart. Look at the Gibsons. It's so small. <laughs> Look at the. What Gibson. kind of guitar is that? Uh, well, that's a skin was, flute. Son. There was a. <laughs> I've been through so much crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I I tell my story sometimes to people at work, and this guy's like, "Dude, you need, you need to write a book." I was like, "Yeah, you know." Yeah, you don't have to mention names or you know anything. Yeah, it's just, just hey. I've seen I've seen some craziness, man. Just call it "This Is My Life." Yeah. Well, I wanted to call it "Theory of a Mud Man." Okay. Yeah. Go for it. How about SIS? Shit, I've seen. Not a bad one. Sis. But you're gonna have to edit this out. So when I steal it, you can't be like. I'll edit both both of those out. <laughs> yeah. No one will do it. But um, <laughs> be like, what if we call it? Yeah. <laughs> what did they call it? Give people anxiety about it. What? What? Is it called messaging. beep? Is it really beep? Is it a noise? How are they going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> you open the cover and it's like beep. <laughs> it's just a blank cover. Yeah. By by Stephen Mashburn. This is it. Yeah. Beep. I'm I'm actually kind of like um, working on a book right now. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I am. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good. Um, about things that I've gone through in my life and stuff like that and you know um, other parties involved it's going to be pretty cool I don't know um, I don't know if I'm too ready to talk about what it's about yet no, but it's fine but it's it's going to be it's it's interesting um, I think it'll be something based on true events yes yeah definitely based on true events and um, I'm really excited about it so every now and then I'll like sit there and like add more to it and it's pretty cool but a, a a memoir, or a or a what is it autobiography? Mm-hmm. Is that when you write it about yourself? Mm-hmm. I'll just do that at some point. That'll be pretty cool. Yeah. When I was on drugs, <laughs> the first time that I, t- <laughs> I was awake for two weeks at this point. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, I've never stayed up that long. Okay. No, I, I stayed up a week one time though. Wow. Yeah, that's when you start seeing things. I believe. Well, it. actually, you start seeing things about four days in, three days. Depends. Depends. Depends on what else you have going on. Yeah, depends on what else you have going on in your life. <laughs> oh my God, so many things. Oh. Yeah, I've really wanted to write a book or write something. I've been writing a lot more stuff down, or I say writing down and put it in my phone. Yeah, and a notes, recording. Note well, the notes app. I'll just write it out in text form. But I've got <coughs> I've got movie ideas, like movie scene ideas, book ideas, or maybe like a blog idea. Do you Hello? No, no, no. I was, hey I was, Siri. Yeah. Do you ever hold on let's see do you ever do this? No 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 It's like uh, riff ideas. <laughs> Only the ma- the mouth the mouth ones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like this. Pick it up when I'm putting down. Yeah, exactly. It's called Poppy. 
poppy that's what yeah. you called it yeah have you as, ever as in like pop yeah it's yeah like, yeah like it's something it's, it's like a hook of some sort it's like have you ever heard poppy poppy yeah like poppy no, there's no <laughs> hey poppy no there's a there's a girl she calls herself poppy and she's like really weird on youtube oh. she's like hi i'm poppy yeah that is super creepy yeah she actually has a song that i thoroughly enjoy hi i'm poppy <clears throat> do you like money <laughs> like, i do send it to me i'm really sad it's just like very monotone and cry, weird i cry, cry yeah i don't get it i don't like it i hate it <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I've seen like a, a couple of little clips or something, but I don't want the whole thing. I well, don't need it. She, she has a song called uh, Low Life. I actually okay. re- really enjoy it. It's kind of like reggae-ish. Okay. What about Billie Eilish? I, I've heard snippets of her music, but I hear her music is like super like sex-infused. Or like the sexual or something. I, I don't know. The last person I talked to about Billie Eilish was like, it's just weird that somebody that young is singing like this. Or, or about I, I this. I feel like there's some innuendos and such, but I like not that blatant. I, I like her I don't even visuals. Know how old she is. Like, is she under 20 or 21 she's 17. or something? Really? Still that young? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's very young. I don't know how much she's written, though. I don't know what she does. Like, did she write all the lyrics? Did she write melodies? Did she write the music? Did she help do stuff? I have no idea. But people either. like to, I feel like there's a lot of discrediting because she's a quote whisper singer, you know, but not everybody can whisper in key. A whisper not that singer? she's not going to have auto tune or something. It's just very, it's very low singing. Oh, kind of like Lana so it's not Del Rey. A, there's not a whole oh, lot of, Lana Del Rey not a whole really lot of that. really full voice yeah. stuff. But if you see live videos, she's still, she's doing it full voice and, you know, and singing. So. It's not like she's, it's a studio monster or something. Well, it's I, just, it's, I, I've said it a couple of times to different people. It just scratches a different itch. I don't listen mm-hmm. to that type of music, so it was different. I liked it. I mm-hmm. really, like I said, I was, I really like her, like, um, visuals. Like, um, how she has, like, spiders crawling in her mouth. Yeah. And, like, black stuff coming out of her eyes. Anything, anything that's, like, that I enjoy. Yeah. You know? Different. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say it's different. It's just more like in my realm of things that I look for. You know, I, mm-hmm. I really like um, disturbing and gross and satanic imagery. Like, that's just kind of things that I enjoy. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, Not so, something you'd see in the forefront mostly. Yeah, exactly. And she's in the forefront doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think on who else was doing that. Uh, um Triple X Temptation started doing that towards the end where he was like doing crazy things with his hair and like, you know, um, Marilyn Manson-esque stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I, I mean, a lot of people do it, but like people who are like really out in the foreground, like you said, don't really do it that much. Mm-hmm. So when I see that, it's kind of cool. But or if they want to, someone else is like, eh, it's probably not a good business choice. Don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. We want to attract the younger generation yeah exactly but the younger generation is getting darker and bleaker yeah yeah i like it (laughs) in some ways sure i feel like some ways are a little bit more self-damaging i think depression gets talked about too much or uh or like suicide suicide and depression it's just joked about too much i mean not talked about it's good to talk about it but i feel like it's like i'm gonna kill myself you know, like I've joked about that before, but some people it's just, it's so constant that 
you could either be desensitized to it because you hear it so much you don't think anything about it or I mean is it, is it really a cry for help or is it I don't know I just feel like it's exaggerated and used too much well you know um, I don't know what I'm trying to say I, I think that um, there is an issue in this country with like mental health problems, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of the stuff we're just starting to discover it, you know, we're just starting to understand that, um, you know, not necessarily that it's not normal to think certain ways or to do certain things or to react or anything like that. But like, there's a reason why you do it. And you can help yourself get away from the negative side of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's medications to help with depression now. There's medications that help with, like, you know, all sorts of different things. Anxiety, like, if you have anxiety. But, like, I think that's something that we as as a country and as a people kind of don't do is, like, really... I, I think everybody should have a therapist. I yes. think that's, like, something that a lot of people are super prideful and don't want to do, but... It helps me. It helps everybody yeah, that I know. And, and you, yeah, it helps to get a different perspective in general from anybody, honestly, even if they're not even giving input. It's just getting it out there because otherwise you're just putting in, you're just keeping your head, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I feel like a therapy session where you're, con- you know, you're conversing with somebody is better than just taking a pill trying to make it go away. In a lot of cases, some people mm-hmm. are just going to go, I'll just, I'll just do the pill. You know, I don't want to be embarrassed in front of a therapist mm-hmm. or if this works, it works. You know, and then you have the side effects of suicidal thoughts and, you know, anal bleeding or <laughs> whatever the case is. And yeah, I don't want to take this anymore. And then you're still depressed, you know. Well, or, you stop taking it and then you're even more depressed than when you started out because your body's like trying to switch back to the way it yeah, goes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then the imbalance is even more imbalanced, but now in a different way or something. Yeah. There's no telling. Yeah. But, but yeah, talking about stuff and being more aware of the mental problems and mental, uh, I guess, blocks of some sort where you seem like you can't get past something. You can't, I can't, I can't stop thinking about this or. And it's just nice sometimes to hear somebody say it's normal. Yeah. Or it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. And, it's okay. and everybody, it is okay. Yeah, everybody does that or everybody feels that way or everybody thinks that because I think, you know, a lot of problems that we have as well is like we, we all everybody when we're young we all kind of shut each other down a lot so we don't feel like some things are okay mm-hmm. and we don't think that we're normal and you know and a lot of that's not also like outside influence but like you know we tell ourselves that because we don't know ourselves when we're really young and then it just kind of carries over to when we're old and you know we can't express that you know what i mean yeah does that make sense or did i kind of go everywhere uh i think i got it okay i've yeah. i i I'm starting to realize in my life I have a really bad problem with disassociation. So when I talk, I just kind of like trail off sometimes. Okay. I don't realize it. I think we all do that. As long as you can it's rope it back into <laughs> yeah. where you're supposed to go. It's okay. It's yeah. going to be normal and okay. Yeah. I always go back to Goodwill Hunting when he's like, it's not your fault. Have you ever had somebody just say that to you? It is a experience. And it doesn't matter if it's like in jest or whatever, but like just to have somebody say that to you. I don't. I don't care who you are. It does something, like you know comforting I mean? something. Or, yeah. 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 It's weird. It's like a relief. Yeah. Like you know, it's not your fault, man. If you do a podcast, you should do that. Just do one 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 episode of. It's not your fault. Just like for like two hours, just say that over and over yeah. again. No, 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 no. It's, no, it's, it's not no, your fault. No, bro. It's really not your fault. No, just I, like I totally see say that. that very monotone. It's not your fault. 
It's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> I am a human. That's not your fault. Precious. <laughs> I'm calling about your car's extended warranty. Yeah. I am definitely not a robot. I am that comedian sex doll. It is not your fault. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I have to ask this question. Does she have sex with herself? I don't think that was addressed. I don't. Uh, that would that have was, been my was, first question. That was probably, I'm pretty sure that went through my head at one point because I think she said she got it uh, for several reasons, but one was for her husband, too. And then I think she what? said that he pretty much hates it. Like, don't like it. Makes me want to vomit when it, when it's in the same room. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she paid $100,000 for that thing. Oh, my God. 6000 she says, for the body. Because it's just a sex, and then the rest body. of it was just thirty thirty thousand for the head, and the rest was all just, programming. Just and stuff. Well, well, programming and making even the body, like adjusting the body to be more like her body. So Dude, that's so weird. <laughs> that's very weird. Dude, that is like so weird. Like, hey, Stephen, I got this for you for when I leave and stuff. You can still have sex with not me. <laughs> Thanks. Have you ever seen the movie Her with uh, Joaquin Phoenix? No. Huh. Is that old or new? It's older, yeah. It's all about um, he falls in love with an AI, like an OS, oh, an operating okay. system. No, no. Oh, yeah, you should watch that. It's really good. I think it's on Netflix. Interesting. It's a really good movie. Me and me and, uh, me and the old Ball and Chain, we watched it, and uh, it was, like, really good. Was, like He called you Ball and Chain. <laughs> I like finding new and creative ways to say this. My partner in crime. My POC. My other half. My PIC. My better half. Yeah, I usually say my other half. My life partner. Yeah. I'm I'm writing all these down mentally so I can say them later. What are you using to write them down? A pen or a pencil? They just kind of appear. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How visual are you with this note taking? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, not very. It's like typewriter letters on plain white paper. Oh, okay. and just I, like, I pictured cursive for some reason. Yeah, Cursive? Well, you know what? I because think it says I, a lot about a person and how they imagine how they take notes. I, want to, I don't write in cursive. I think it looks awesome if done well. Yeah. I, I used to be I able agree. to write cursive, but I can't really anymore. I, I would like to start again. I actually practice cursive. Whenever I'm writing letters or notes, I write in cursive. Most of the time. That's cool. Unless it's like really long, in which case it starts off a little bit cursive, then it's like print. Gibberish. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I, I feel like I remember a lot of the letters, but I don't, don't remember the proper way to connect them from letter to letter sometimes. Mm-hmm. It looks really gross. So I well, just my, crumble the paper up and don't do it anymore. Nah, fuck it. Um, my normal writing has, it's kind of like half cursive, half print anyway. So I just got like something that. I, yeah. It just kind of ties together naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my mom writes like that, so I guess I kind of picked that up from her, which is weird. Yeah, my mom's left-handed too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so am I. Wait, you are too. Mm-hmm. I'm a lefty. That's Have why you, when I'm like, my who, right arm hurts, people are like, it's because you jerk off too much. I'm like, ah. I'm left-handed. We were talking about that yesterday because um, Chantel's dad is left-handed. I didn't realize that until yesterday when I saw him mm-hmm. writing his name. He works in the architect field, so mm-hmm. he's. It would draw and write stuff. So he's talking about how when you used to write on plans, you know, you'd end up running your hand across what you just wrote so it would smudge. <laughs> so you just kind of develop a, a, a 
position for your hand to not smudge and not writing and stuff. And it's always weird for me to watch left-handed people write. I actually like different. stretch my fingers out. Oh, really? Yeah, I keep my hand on the side of the paper, but I stretch my fingers out. Weird. Yeah. I feel like you wouldn't be able to keep it that And I, I, I do it, and then, like, if I can't do that, like, if it's a paper, paper's real wide, I'll hover my hand. Whoa. Yeah. you got to have a firm base, man. You can't do that. Well, look at me. you got to have that firm, firm base. I know nothing but firm. I am firm. I am firm. Welcome to my firm. I'm the firm. Starring Tom Cruise. Law firm. <laughs> I will hammer and hammer and hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Mateo de Teos. I, um, every now and then I'll have my radio station on 104.5 whenever, um, you know, I jam rap sometimes. So, like, I'll, I'll leave work whenever I was working nights and it would be on, like, their daytime show and, like, the ads for it were, like, call a car wreck, call a car wreck, cowboy. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I don't dig the radio stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, me this there's some podcasts that I feel like I've listened to that are more radio. The vibe is more morning radio type. I don't like it. Too many noises. Too many. No, I guess some of it sounds kind of fake, exaggerated a little bit. I don't like that. I I like the Russ Martin show. That was pretty good. I could tolerate that. He's he's not. I don't feel like it was ever like super standard. What I didn't like, which he obviously didn't give a shit about, is there's so much dead airspace on Just, his show. Yes. Yeah. I keep, like, to the point where I'm looking at the radio. Is it, and then is he, it on? And then he'll just, like, make it sound like, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, I, I called in one time, I don't remember, and I said something really stupid, and they aired it, and then, like, they I got off the phone, and they were pretty much, like, talking bad about me the whole time <laughs> on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh come on! I've been on two. I've been, I've been on three different radio stations. I've been on Radio Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the Russ Martin show, and then I was on Love Line one time. Ah, yeah, nice. Yeah, totally made up story. I just wanted to have something crazy, so I'd get on the radio, <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> awesome. But but I have been on Jerry Springer. So <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Good times. Yeah. That was so stupid. It's gonna, I'm going to run for president one day, and that's going to come out of the woodworks. <laughs> Vote for me. You are on Jerry Springer. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> that old band was on, we, we were on The Edge one oh. morning. We won a battle of the bands. Different uh, different group of guys, but uh, I so wanna... two of the guys were still in school, and I was I came in late to work because it was you know, we went there in the morning. Yeah. And Bowling for Soup was there. Oh, and wow. they joined us as well. Do all the bad and guys want. They're used to being on the radio. So they're just like lively and we're just kind of like, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was super awkward. I didn't know what to do. Mean I'm, I'm rusty. <laughs> but it was the Jagger show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah. You know, um, I want to get on that show that they have on... Um, Cartoon Network where they're like playing in front of the the fish tank. Oh my god, Dying Fetus has been on there. Um, anal, what are they called? Anal. Anal. A- anal. Anal. Anal Nothrock or whatever yeah. it is. Nargartha Rockers. Anal Karak. Karakaragan. I don't know. One of those one of those black metal juggalo Aragorn. bands. One of those juggalo bands. Yeah. 
<laughs> With lovely there. paint. We believe in Satan yeah. and clown love. Whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> we love the clown. I actually was starting a um, a black metal solo project, and it was going to be Juggalo themed. I'm neither a Juggalo. Well, I, I like black metal now, but I, I didn't then. And it was going to be, you know, Juggalo themed black metal, and it was called uh, Shangri La, which is the Juggalo's version of heaven. And um, I had a song called, uh, oh, what was it? From Fago, She Sips. <laughs> and, uh, it was actually really good. I had a whole bunch of people tell me, they're like, it's, sad. it's a shame that this is a joke. And I was going to like um, do like it, like black and white it makeup, yeah. know, like uh, Pennywise. Yeah. And that was going to be my whole shtick. Yeah, that's a different kind of clown there i like that yeah <laughs> that would be uh, that would be accurate yeah you know it starts off you know yeah, it's perfect it's, yeah. yeah it's i don't know if i have it on my phone or not definitely still do it i'll yeah. send it to you later okay <laughs> it's actually really good <laughs> like i was sitting there recording it and i was laughing while i was I mean, recording you could, it you but could, you could at least do a, an ep or something you know yeah well i i had the like um video in my head for like kind of telling people about it and it was like me with the pennywise makeup but like from the nose down and like a smile because you know let's be honest i got a janked up mouthful of teeth okay so just like smiling with my janked up teeth with like black like black and white video but Uh slow motion of me like smiling with like black stuff pouring out of my mouth yeah i was like that that's that's how i envisioned me like that would be good yeah Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. <laughs> so maybe I'll do that one day. You know, I'm kind of busy with everything else at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, send me the track, then I'll, maybe I'll have some ideas. I, I will. Can, I could share. <laughs> See what what pops into my head. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. What else are you doing today? Um, I don't know. What time is it? I don't know. Maybe uh, if it's nice when I get home, maybe we'll go to the pool or something. I was trying to see what spend some maybe I'll rent a movie and watch it with the kids and you know spend some time with my family like turn my phone off stay off my computer yes you know what I mean family FaceTime literal FaceTime yeah literal FaceTime so you know I've been busy so much this weekend and like this week has been kind of hectic and next week I'm recording and so recording for the album yeah yeah Is we're finishing up this week hopefully awesome. like um and then you know I you know I made a video about like getting off of Facebook and stuff like that and I've since reacclimated, <laughs> but um, you know I I really try and like when I'm home be home, yeah. you know, except for when I practice guitar and then I'm like leave me alone, get out of my home, <laughs> Daddy. Who is that? <laughs> Daddy's not here now. Yeah, I'm playing guitar. Yeah. No. I need to start I'm teaching. just kidding. Come on. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Bring it on in. Hold on. Let me set this down. Come on. <laughs> no, I, I, I need to like start teaching my kids some musical instruments and stuff like that. I think they could really benefit. But you know, right now we're doing the whole Muay Thai thing all together and That's stuff. That's still so. good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, they they earned their first bands and like they didn't just give it to them. They actually like earned it by knowing how to do stuff. So awesome. I was kind of you know I teared up whenever I was watching it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Emotional. Yeah. That's an ocean. Yeah, it's all water-eyed. Yeah, <laughs> I would post What's videos. What's the stuff coming out of my eyes? <laughs> yeah, it's dusty in here. Who's chopping onions? 
you looked how happy I was when I found out I had a boner. <laughs> boner time. <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> like, I still get a bunch of stickers over there. You want one? E- yeah. Edna. <laughs> Dolores. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Penelope. <laughs> what did we start out with? Why did I, uh, <laughs> what? The whole, like... Or the whole conversation. I mean, from like the, the very beginning of this conversation. Yeah, besides age and what you do. Um, oh my God! What was the second thing that we talked about? Was it the? No, it wasn't the album. Yeah, it was. Was it? Hmm. I don't know. My diet. That's what it was. My diet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I had to ask. I just I was trying to think of kind of like a sequence of what we did. But um, this, I'm lost. This whole podcast has been random. I love it though. Yeah. Especially when I listen back and I edit stuff, which, you know, I try to edit out mouth noises and breathing and extended periods of silence and such. Yeah. But it really gives me an idea of how one gets from one place to the next. I notice, like, wow, that was an interesting transition or trying to think of what I was thinking about that, at that moment that made me mention this next thing. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, and how, it, did, it, how did we get there? Yeah. You know? Yeah, very interesting to see. The whole journey. Yeah. Understanding the human brain, the human mind. I don't want to say brain anymore. Mind. Mind. I feel like the mind and brain could be... Well, the brain is the organ. The mind is what's within, right? Right. Completely separate entity. I mean, is your mind really... When you close your eyes and you meditate or think about stuff, are you in your brain? Are you behind your eyes? Or are you in your chest? Or are you somewhere else? Or Or are you looking at yourself on the outside? Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? Anyone listening, have you ever thought about that? Yeah. Answer me. Anyone listening, send me old women names so I can continue to make jokes about how old people have sex. What's another good one? Juniper. (laughs) 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 We call it June. (laughs) Maple. <laughs> oh, do you have Amazon Prime? Do you yes. watch shows on that? No. You should. Mahogany, come here. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You should watch that. What is it? It's really good. It's about an old uh, comedian oh. chick. I think it's loosely based on... Uh, I hate that word. What is her name? Joan Rivers? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I think it's based on some of her uh, things that she's... I'm Joan Rivers! Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um. Oh man! Sometimes it's really. I think that's what it was. But yeah, interesting. It's like her becoming a comedian or wanting to be in comedy, and it's just it's she plays the part really well. The thing that sucks about Amazon Prime is I don't trust their originals yet. Like Netflix originals, I can normally watch them and enjoy them normally. You know what I mean? Like I'm not afraid to jump into something. Mm -hmm. Hulu, their originals. If I hear about them, I watch them. But Amazon, I see their originals, and I'm like, mm. nothing has really hooked me that I can think of. I think there might be one or two that I watched that I enjoyed, but I can't even think of the names. So obviously, it wasn't, um, you know, that spectacular. Yeah, I use Amazon Prime to like rent new movies. I'm like, oh, I can rent this for four dollars and watch it at home. Yeah, because I didn't watch it. Oh, I wonder if Detective Pikachu is on there yet. Pikachu. Anyways, Chikachuko Pikachu. That's one thing I never got into. Pokemon? Any any sort of Pokemon, anime, anything. Oh, man. I've only seen Akira. 
Great forever movie. ago. I mean, forever ago. And uh, what's the other one? That freaking weird movie, Spirit something. Spirit of the Way. Yes, that that's one. It's a great one. Yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I, that's that's as deep as I've dived, I, you dove know, in. I, I'm super into Pokemon. You know, it's me. But uh, I've watched a lot of... Well, I, I I would I say a lot, but not really that many series, but like enough series to be like, hey, yeah, I watch anime. Yeah, I always hate the endings of them. The people who do anime, I guess that's how I should say, always end it so sad or strange. Mm. And you're sitting, no like, yeah, you're sitting there like, yeah, you're sitting there like, okay, I, I guess it I, is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess I had to be happy with that. Like I watched the purpose this. is not to make you happy. The purpose is to entertain you. And show you a story, and that's that's just how the story goes. Sorry, yeah, doesn't have to be happy at the end. But on the flip side, I love movies that are like that, like oh, really? movies that just have like open ended endings. End. I yeah. love it. Like, have you ever seen The Lobster? No, what the hell is that? Okay, so um, I watch a lot of A twenty four movies. Like that company just makes great movies. I I'm not afraid to dive into any of their movies. Um, and they have this one called The Lobster, and it's about how people are set up with the love of their life because they have something in common. So this guy falls in love with this girl, but they didn't have anything in common. And then the girl, oh, they both had glasses or something like that. I don't remember. But they fell in love with each other. And then like the the leader of this group of people that they're, this is very loose. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff involved yeah, sure. in this. She ends up getting taken to this doctor and they make her blind. Well, in order for them to be in love, quote unquote, he would have to be blind. Because the they took away what they had in common. You uh-huh, know what I mean? Uh-huh. So he goes into the bathroom and you see him with um, a fork in his hand, like going to pop out his eyes or whatever. Right. And then it just goes back to her sitting there waiting for him at the restaurant and then credits roll. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's messed up. You know, Inception, did the top fall or did the top keep spinning? That was cool. Yeah. Or when the bad guy wins. I like, like that too. Dang it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I like that. It's always good if you if you know you leave somebody wanting more. If you have something more to offer later, that's that's the hook you want. Yeah, exactly. But if you not if you're not making another movie and you just like hmm, let's just leave it like this. <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> well, you know the movie that did that the worst to me was District Nine. Have you seen that one? End. Where. He leaves to go back and get people so that he can take his people home or whatever because he realizes. Right. You know, I mean, I know how it ends. And then it. And then they just made. They didn't yeah. make it to the next one. Yeah. I don't know. I rewatched that again. I think it was early last year or something. But yeah, kind of the same. It just. Great movie. I don't know what to think about the end of the ending of it. It's just. But I, enjoy, yeah, I enjoyed the concept for sure. It was really well done. I yeah. Thought. Well, that guy, that guy actually, um, I, don't, I don't remember his name. Uh, you, you'd have to look him up or people listening would have to look him up. But he did short films on YouTube. Really? Yeah, dude, and they're so good. They are so good. It's like movie ideas that he has, and they're just like short little clips of things that he oh, has, wow. and he like hires these like, you know, D-list actors. Yeah, man, that's that's probably what I should do instead of, you know, trying to like wait around for a whole movie. Yeah. Because I have ideas and stuff. There was one that I had the other morning just randomly, and it was like, couple of weeks ago now so half asleep i walk out into the uh, kitchen towards the back door and i would let dahlia outside and she'll go out there and do her business and come back in i ran i randomly thought 
when I open the door, she comes back in and I'm half asleep. So I keep it kind of dark a little bit when I'm in there getting ready for work. And she goes back to the bedroom, you know, whatever goes to, goes to sleep. I randomly thought, what if there was some sort of movie or event or something that something was in the backyard that was like shapeshifter yeah. and either killed her or let her out of the fence and she's gone and took her shape. And I just left that thing in the house. So my scene was letting the dog out. Dog comes back in. And as she's walking back away, you see it. cut to the, no, I cut to her and she turns back around and looks at me and it's kind of a weird look, you know, mm-hmm. like unfamiliar, like something just seems off and then you just shake it off, you know? Mm-hmm. So she goes back or the dog goes back to the bedroom and, you know, spouse is in the bedroom or something. And then you go back to the bedroom and it's like a murder scene and yeah. dog's gone because it wasn't the dog. And then I go back out and the back door and she's still outside like the real dog is still outside you know kind of situation you don't know what just happened you know, front door is open the thing got out and you know <laughs> i don't yeah. know something weird but i felt like that could be a premise of something like an opening scene to something or just a scene itself i i, I have a couple movie ideas and i actually just remembered one of them and uh actually <laughs> i had it like years and years ago and i actually kind of like um the memory of it kind of have you do, you do you ever feel heavy things and when they hit you and the realization hits you it almost takes your breath away kind of yes kind of like, or just like a compressed chest feeling yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, it was giving me that so like I had this movie idea um, I won't go into great detail because I might make it one day but um, the beginning scene that I see I'll tell you that is a camera following a person walking on a sidewalk with a backpack. And um, it has this, like, really kind of, you know, whimsical music to it. And they're walking, they're walking, they're walking, they're walking. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this girl comes out and, like, jumps into their arms. And um, they go into the apartment, and they're, like, talking about, <laughs> they're, like, talking about, like, oh, did you get it? You know, what, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know. And it flashes to this scene where he's, like, stuffing his backpack full of a whole bunch of, like, food and stuff like that from a gas station. And then he runs out on the gas station. His and it's like, hey, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, the opening scene for me for that one. And then uh, another one is, like, a, a first-person serial killer movie. But he doesn't know what he's doing at all. He's completely clueless to it. And you have no idea he's doing it until the end. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a... Like a split personality ton- type of thing? Yeah. Maybe? And he just, like, clocks out. Uh-huh. And when he, and when he clocks out in the movie, it's TV static. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that, that's that's a cool uh, synopsis. Yeah, or, he's uh, a kindergarten teacher. Plot. Oh. Yeah. That's nasty. Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's kind of like... A, I was thinking, I was like, what is what is a job that you wouldn't think of a serial killer having? It's like yeah. Kindergarten. Everybody loves him. Kind Everybody of loves him. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loves him. And like, yeah, Mr. Hall, he's a great teacher, but he, you, you get little senses of how insane he is. Cause like at one point he's like opening the fridge and he looks at his friend and he's got like his pet rabbit and he looks at his friend, the rabbit's normal. He's like, Hey, do you want a beer? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks back at the fridge and there's like bottles of beer and he's like, Hey, do you want this and this? And whenever he turns back around, this is just like out of focus sure. in the background the rabbit's like skin on its head like pulled back and he's like trying to like get at the person from the cage 
like attack of the cage. You don't hear it. You just see it off mm-hmm. in the background. You yeah. just act like nothing's wrong. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's, that's, that would be really good. Yeah. You should do that. Yeah. I have a name for it. It's called We're gonna edit that a out. person's name, but also mm-hmm. we'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> edit what out? Yeah. What? I need to get more ideas out. That's what I've been trying to do. I mean, this is really since I started doing the podcast, I'll try to come up with questions and topics and whatever, but it also inspires me to do my own things like that. I want to talk about by myself or things I just want to get out Yeah. or like I said, movie ideas, book ideas, blog ideas, something. I just want to, I'm trying to get more stuff out of my head because I feel like I think of a lot of things and they just go, away. I'll do it. I'll, I'll tackle it later. I can't do it right now or something. I or, need, you, or I, you start it and it just kind of like gets pushed to the side. Fizzled away. Yeah. I just, I have to get the general idea out just so I can see it again later and then get re-inspired, you know, cause yeah. I feel like that would happen. If mm-hmm. I try to get too detailed too quick, then I get burnt out and I probably don't go back because it's already established kind of, and I don't know where to take it now. It's more just getting the general idea down so I can, so it can inspire something later when I have the time to sit down with it instead of, you know, while I'm at work or grocery store or something, you know, I'm, I'm doing something already. Yeah. I can't just stop what I'm doing every time that I have a thought, you know, dreams too. You know, I, it's so hard to wake up. Like once I get up and realize, whoa, that was a fucked up dream to make note of what just happened. Cause I won't remember later. I won't remember all the details and I want to know, cause don't you have that? If you just woke up from a dream, you remember all the details, even though they're weird as shit and make no sense. Yeah. And then later you yeah. miss some of those details or you're trying to think of it again. And you think that doesn't make any sense. That must not be right because that doesn't mm-hmm. work. Okay. But do you have dreams that you remember all of? No. And a lot of them seem really long too, but yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't know. Or short actually when I'm remembering them, they're short. But mm-hmm. in them, of course, they feel like real Forever. life. Yeah. 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 I have one that I remember every single detail to. And like, it, it was just something crazy. It was just insane. I, re- I was in a car driving and the ground started to shake and everybody was getting out of their cars. And I was getting, I got out of my car and I, you started hearing like, and I just like yelled, get, because we were like on a bridge and there was a ditch. And I was like, get out of the ditch. And everybody jumps into the ditch and it was a shockwave. And it like breaks all the glass, shoots all this dust everywhere. And I was like, man, what, you know, I had a gun in my car. So I got this gun and I put it in my pocket. And like we were walking around trying to figure out what's going on. We're all dusty, like covered, like almost like ash. Yeah. And um, we were trying to figure out what's going on because we didn't see any explosions. Like there was no like mushroom cloud in the sky or anything like that. We were like, well, that was really weird. And uh, I was like, okay, so something's crazy right now. Let's go. Let's get some supplies, you know, just in case that this is crazier than we imagined. So we go into this store, and I'm, like, looking for something. And somebody goes in the back room, and we hear, ah, ah. And I look up from the store's shelves. I look up, and a person's running out, and this, like, liquid shoots out from this back room and hits him all over his body, and he, like, melts into the ground. And I like hide and you hear footsteps, like big footsteps. And I like turned around and there was this thing it like had, it was humanoid. It was, you know, stood up like a person, but it had this big like blister sack on its back. And it had like a breathing apparatus on its face. I kind of went to that and mm-hmm. it had like a gun that was a part of that sack too. And that's where the liquid was that it was shooting mm-hmm. out. And then I shot that sack and it died. Nice. And then I woke up. Yeah. Dreams are weird, man. Yeah, dude. It's fucking crazy. Where do they come from? DMT. 
we talked about that this morning too. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's some sort of like uh antenna that that <laughs> beep, 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 that beep. goes off whenever you're not awake anymore. It's like something like a beacon or something. Yeah. Something goes off and receives these images and movies and plays and it's just it gets all distorted because you don't know where it comes from. It doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. it's not from your life. It's not from your real life happenings or it could be based on that or you're mixing it with a fictional story or something but it's it's like radio waves or something people are just sending out to everybody you know that makes me also i wonder what wi-fi and bluetooth does to your brain like all of it just all of it it's like because they're waves waves are a thing i think about that when i put earbuds in yeah i mean what are all these waves going through my brain yeah sound waves I mean, like, they're very small physical things, but they're physical things, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we can measure them. That's what uh, I was going to get to earlier. I forgot exactly what we were talking about. Uh, more along waking up the parts of your brain that you mm-hmm. don't use, but seeing things. If you, you can only see what you can see. We can't see infrared. We can't see this and this and this yeah, with yeah, our yeah. eyes. So what if we had something in our brains that did that, too, where it would alter what we could see or we were able to switch on and off you know, like predator style where you can have yeah, different filters, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you can see things that no other person can see because you have that filter capability or something, Ugh. you know, and there's, you can see spirits, you can see yeah, whatever yeah. you can see parasites or yeah. you know, I was, something crazy. I was thinking about like seeing all the waves in the air. I bet there's just right, like right. so many waves going on at all times. Yeah. It's that's like the, uh, the wave filter where you see every wave everywhere. Ugh. That would make you nauseous, I'll bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you probably pass out. <laughs> wow. That, uh, uh. Yeah. Look at all the waves. Yeah. Because <laughs> I bet we put out waves, too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you were saying, you know, our own little auras. Yeah. I mean. Another random thought I had was just like, we are we have energy. Mm-hmm. We, we are energy. Yeah. You know, what if we're ignore all the stuff that's inside of your body. Just, just imagine that your skin is like a balloon and yeah. it's just holding in energy. Yeah. You know, your, your energy, I was getting kind of crazy with it in my head thinking, you know, what if it was just like cool and warm, like blue and orange energy. You know, if you're, you're pissed off, you might get a little bit of red in there. I guess yeah. you could throw some red in there. And then I thought, well, what if you're just like a soulless piece of shit? Then you're probably full of black. Blue or, blue <laughs> or black or purple. <laughs> well, I was thinking or... blue would be like cool, calm, yeah. you know, um, so then I just kind of got all sorts of colors, but I'm just thinking of, you know, if you're a, a, a calm blue walking into a place and you're dealing with somebody and they're full of red because they just got delivered some shitty, you know, family member just died or mm-hmm. you approach that person and then you're blue, that energy goes into just them. somehow you could, yeah, you could get, you could uh, infect them with your own blue energy or they could infect you with their red energy. You can get pissed off because they're pissed off or you might be able to give them more of a positive feeling mm-hmm. just the same. doesn't make any sense. I don't know where I was trying. I don't know what I was trying to think of exactly how to explain that. But I mean, that's, that's what was going on in my head. Just, just how we can affect one another mm-hmm. with, with our energy. You know, if you come in loud and obnoxious and upset into an environment when people are not that way, you make them that, that way. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like that's easier to do than everyone else calming you down because you're so pissed off and you're you're elevated. You can't be calmed down. Especially I feel like it's, it's contagious. It's very contagious. You know, um, whenever you're around people 
a lot, you, it becomes more of a thing because, you, you know, just the way that you are, the way that you, you know, go out, they take it more, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. Wasn't that you that said that with, about your show? People coming together and enjoying stuff just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All uh, different people, you know. From we're, everywhere. We're, yeah, we're just listening to music and enjoying it and laughing together and having a good time. Yeah. You know, some of those people that are in the same spot, moshing together or whatever, maybe they don't even know each other outside of but that, there. that moment. Yeah. But in the Facebook world next week they could be having a really shitty argument because they believe this and the other one believes this. Mm-hmm. You don't know each other. And then maybe you realize, oh, that's that dude I was moshing with last week. I thought he was cool. You know, and then you have a different, a little bit different perspective. You're not so combative. You know, like, I, I guess he's not that bad of a guy. Maybe I'll just talk to him, you know, and, and you can have that connection. It's, it's, it's cool that you can have that connection. And I guess that's a, more of an example of how social media can destroy a physical relationship by something in text form that you don't mm-hmm. really understand fully or you're interpreting wrong. Yeah, on the flip side of that is, it's like you could have already an issue and then when you're at the show, it just... Yes. Yeah, you know correct. what I mean? Yeah. It, it could, you're that dude unless, that was talking shit to me. Yeah, you know, I think there are certain instances, you know, um, where, you know, fuck certain people for, for, for sure. But, um, you know... For the most part, you can just kind of like, you know, get in the mosh pit or just like sit there and enjoy. We're all enjoying one thing. We're all, you know, and meeting people from different places. Like, you know, that's, that's, my post was about just like, I know so many people from other states or other countries now, and it's all because of music. Yeah. Because we're all in this thing, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And I just think that that's really cool because there isn't much that can do that. Definitely. Art art in general you know something just 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 particular particular thing that you enjoy you mm -hmm. know people banding together i mean it's just like going to the movies and enjoying a movie together Mm -hmm. Uh, that could be a a shit show obviously people just go there to get drunk and you know be obnoxious too but uh watching a funny movie man if the the whole place is laughing with you it makes it that much more fun and funnier watching it by yourself you'll laugh but not as much. It won't be the same. It's kind of like know? when you see something funny on your phone and the only thing you do is breathe out your nose. <laughs> <laughs> but then you type LOLOLOL. Yeah, LOLOLOLOLOL. Ha 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 Yeah. A little the straight face. Laughing my ass off. Yeah. I only type LOLOLOL. I think I've typed LOL only in reference to someone else's quote. I don't think I've ever once used it. It's actually... In my phone as a shortcut, LOL, oh, LOL a shortcut. LOL. No, it's a shortcut for ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah. Because um, <laughs> I want to have more personality in my ha ha's. Do iPhones have swipe? Like you can just swipe No, I, actually, I don't know if there's an app or something you can do now, but no, that doesn't come factory. So with this, you know, you got swipe. Mm-hmm. So I'll just go, LOL, 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 just like, <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> and it's like, scrubber. There it is. Yeah. So, you know, I'm really laughing, like, yeah, if, it, if I do it 32 times, it was pretty funny. Yeah, hilarious. This has gone on for, a, is this 186 minutes? Yes. Yeah, I was about to actually say, I uh, probably need to go spend time <laughs> with my family. <laughs> yeah, it is Sunday, yeah, Sunday fun day. Yeah, because Candace texted me, laugh my ass off. 
Was she? Oh, oh, oh. Was she it was, to the, it was to the video of Ichabod. What is she? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, is she really LMA owing? No, I was like, I was like, that could go either way. Just edit this part out. But I was like, that could go either way. Either she's like, laugh my ass off. You said you'd be home hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I would suggest: if someone has been home for a while and you're coming home to them being home, yeah, make sure that you are 100% home and greet when you come home oh yeah that's something i always make sure to even do. if like, even if you're upset i mean like uh, greet I'm bad about that that's, that's what i mean greet and then deal with it however you need to deal with it but at least greet in a positive manner because i've seen that sets the tone right i've heard people say when you come home that's that's like my favorite time of the day you know i get to see you you know mm-hmm. people that care for each other legitimately care for each other want to see each other and be with each other and the other person comes home in a crappy mood that's what they associate whenever i'm excited to see you you're in a bad mood and we we can't seem to intertwine properly right and i think that that as little as it may seem you know when it happens you know it's like ah, just leave me alone I'm, I'm, I'm upset you know or whatever if that's not their fault that's not their problem no, well i mean life is full of first impressions and if you're yeah. with somebody and you live with somebody and like you know candace is home with the kids all the time and if I come home, and I'll admit, she's probably, if you include this, she's probably going to listen to this and be like, mm. <laughs> When I come home, like, if I continuously would be positive, you know, which is something I do need to work on, then, you know, life is full of first impressions. Like, every day you come home to somebody, it's always a first impression as to mm-hmm. how you are. Right. You know, it's a good it's a good thing to I think mean, on. Yeah, especially because if you are in a bad mood, let's just say it was work-related, from work to home, keep it. You there. need to concentrate on de-escalating what's going on in your head and your brain until you can deal with it later, or just forget it, forget about it. Not that I have to emphasize: not bottle it yeah. up, not bottle it up, filter it, compress, and let it be Go. what it is. Yeah, because if you can't control it, you can't fix it, you can't do anything while you're away. There's no sense in thinking about it. I mean, if you're planning something to fix later, sure. But if it's replaying something that just happened that upset you, don't even fuck, dude. Don't. That's stupid. I mean, <laughs> I know. I don't want to. I don't want to be so mean as that's stupid. But I mean, if you really think about it, that's stupid. You're just hurting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the most exhausting and uh, upsetting things that you do to yourself are dwelling on the past or worrying about the future. That's yeah. all. That's it. But they're all running parallel to each other at the same time. It's all the same. (laughs) On that note, let's close. Yes. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Thanks for coming on, man. Hey, no problem. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Yes. Three hours. Three hours. And ten minutes. (laughs) Well, it'll it'll be compressed. Oh, okay. With with the breathing and the anything we need to cut out. Yeah. Like saying bad words like poo poo. (laughs) Poo. Dolores. Dolores. All right, man. All right. Peace. Peace. Rusty's escape pod.